Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Fans in Motion podcast, the only podcast that you didn't know you needed. I'm looking at my friend Josh, and I want to say to him, because this song means so much to him, cocaine and women, they treat you the same. Set you up for the nightlife and leave you ashamed. One too many habits and none ever satisfy me. Say hello, Josh. I remember being in the first grade, listening to that record, and going, <laughs> you know, thinking, now this is the shit they need to teach you in school. I don't yeah, need that's, no I mean, math. I just need to right. know, you know, little Betsy Sue on the playground over there, you know, trying to give me kisses and stuff. I know how it's going to turn out. And it would end up ruining your life yeah. the rest of your days. So, you know, I, I, I on the playground, I was learning about the women, but I remember at six years old trying to sneak to watch uh, Scarface on um on the movie channel so i could learn about the cocaine part you know piles of it now um, say hello to my little friend yeah the whole world's a uh needing to be uh you know so uh you know the, all the good quotes so uh anyways there Some we bad go cuban accents puerto rican <laughs> accents you know uh anyways how you doing how you doing i'm good man i'm good uh i'm happy uh Real quick, our Bengals are back in the playoffs, so we got that going for us. Who day for those of us that are fans? Uh, Tom Chapin, sorry. Oh, no, not sorry. Your team actually snuck in, so I'll give you that. But uh, anyway, so let's get this thing going. Brent is not with us today. He's unavailable at the time we are recording this. So it's just Josh and I. You'll have to get by without Brent. Sorry. Uh, the last episode we put out was the uh, 2021, the year in review. Josh, do you have any thoughts or anybody uh, correct you or tell you something we missed? Well, there'd be no corrections because <laughs> to correct someone, they would have to be incorrect. And that just is not. Uh, that wasn't you. It's not possible. Um, let's take a gander here. Well, one thing. Well, we'll, we'll get back to that later. Uh, so, uh, yeah, we can tell that we're not the most prepared. Uh but, uh, you know, we had some good comments, Marianne. I don't know. We always butcher her last name, Sikiela, Sikiela, something like that. Um, you know, she said, you know, she loved the podcast and the Facebook page and grateful for us three guys for bringing us fans closer to Night Ranger than ever before. So that was a, uh, a, a nice comment there. Um, what else we got? Someone said I didn't sound like Nick Nolte on the last episode. Yeah, it was, uh, I think it was Brenda uh, Vaccaro. I don't know who yeah. that is, but um, whatever. Um, and uh, but yeah, like I said, there's a lot of people who uh, were, you know, given the same sentiment that uh, you know they're thankful for the page and and the uh, podcast, and it it does. We've yeah, I think I, we've created a good headquarters for the. Uh, night ranger nation yeah i want to throw it real quick so um you know i'm i'm usually the one who's very slow to read comments and re respond to people but i did catch one on youtube and i wanted to at least shout this person out and hopefully they at least keep watching this is a bb shout it, shout it out a window bb yeah <laughs> my mic won't reach bb i think it's clima bbklima uh, yeah he's and said, I really wish this group wasn't Facebook based. I'm not on Facebook and never will be. But I responded, at least they found us on YouTube. And that, you know, if you're watching again, thank you so much. And uh, maybe someday uh, 
you'll well, join are, some social media, but you don't have to. Also on Instagram and Twitter. So, I mean, yeah. If you're not going to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter, I mean, I don't know what you know. I mean, I guess I could type something up and send the Pony Express out. But uh, yeah, I mean, the sad part uh, is. I don't know how you keep up to date on things, but I'm not knocking you for not being on it. My, my wife isn't on any social media. She can't stand any of that stuff, but at least they found us on YouTube and they watched. And so congrats and good luck to you and hope you uh, stay watching us. Yeah. Like I said, if, if Facebook's not your thing or whatever, there is Twitter and Instagram. Uh, most of the, when it comes to fans in motion, uh, definitely most stuff, is obviously Facebook because people can go on that page and post to where on Instagram and Twitter, it's, it's, you know, only me posting Twitter's a good one because I can uh, retweet everything. Jack, you know, Eric night Ranger tweets, any of the venues are playing at with ticket links. I can retweet. So if you're going to pick one, I would say Twitter, over instagram but uh anyways there you go anyway that's that i just want to throw that one out there um so this episode is really cool um i love it when we do these we had a friend of the show eric levy join (laughs) us again and uh this episode he helps us with his ranking of dawn patrol and uh, these are fun uh it's I like I always enjoy when we have the little back and forth over where our songs landed. And then of course to see where Eric uh, puts them. Um, so this is going to be a fun show for those of you. And I think everybody seems to enjoy these. So I'm looking forward to it. Well, we, uh, I was talking to Eric and I was like, Hey, I want to, we talked about, you know, doing this when we, cause we ranked midnight madness with him. Um, and I was like, you know, talking to him. I was like, you know what? It's been a year since we did that episode that was the first episode of 2021 so it's like let's keep that tradition up and let's record us ranking dawn patrol and i'll make it the first episode of 2022 so we recorded this probably somewhere middle of december somewhere between maybe the 10th and 15th i can't remember so it's been sitting here for a while but um and for all the hardcore listeners uh, you will know that we did an episode where we ranked um uh dawn patrol probably when we first started doing this but i couldn't remember my list and your guys's list i mean my memory is about as long as my dick so um so we went ahead and just re-ranked them so i don't know where they they stay you know like if you go back and compare the original ones yeah. I'm sure they're somewhat the same. I can remember some of it. That, that's the episode where the uh, the more cocaine, less trousers uh, yep. saying came to be. So, uh, so anyways, um, you know, it's always a good idea when Eric, you know, ranks his employer's work and uh, carefully and gently. Yeah, watch so, what you say. And it's good to, you know, he's got the perspective of playing all the stuff live. So it's a different perspective than, you know, us three yahoos sitting there um, just yeah. listening to it. You know, he's a musician. He knows how it's been um, arranged and composed and how it goes over live. So uh, I think everyone will enjoy seeing Eric's um, point of view on it. 
you know, everybody likes seeing, you know, how close they are to getting, you know, doing their own rankings and seeing how right they are compared to mine. So, um, exactly. Good luck, my friends. So we got that coming up. So hopefully you'll uh, sit back and enjoy that. Uh, Eric is always awesome on the show and he's uh, very generous with his time with us. So, uh, we always enjoy that. Um, Josh sliding into any night ranger news, anything that you can, I know it's not much happening right now, except for, I think tour dates and stuff, but. Well, um, so over the weekend, so we're actually recording this, what, Monday, the 10th, whatever date is. So this will be a quick turnaround. Usually some of these intros we do can be almost a week old, but, um, you know, this should be released tomorrow. So over the weekend, night ranger played Billy Bob's in, uh, Fort Worth, Texas, and the uh, Rock in the Bayou Festival in Gonzales, Louisiana. Likes home where you make it. No, he likes to see home where naked. No, 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 no. So they were playing the, uh, Louisiana there. So, uh, um, so at Billy Bob's Fort Worth, Texas, which I have a lot of live CDs from all the country greats that play there. They they usually release a live CD after they play there. So oh, okay. Merle Hager, I was sending to uh, um, Ed, sending him a picture of my Gary Stewart and Merle Hager, David Allen Co. live CDs from Billy Bob's, and he just sit like a smiley face calling me, yeah, hillbilly. But uh, um, uh, so they played Billy Bob's. And it's the first time that uh, we got to hear Coming For You off the new record live, the opening track of that record they opened with. And you know what? I was thinking about it. If I remember correctly, when we did this rankings with Eric, I think we got just off topic and we're talking about, I, I, I know I talked to Eric about it. So I think it was on this. I could be wrong. Maybe it was just a conversation. But I thought I had you guys, and maybe like you guys were with me, so it had to be this. Anyways, if you watch, you'll find out because I don't remember. Um, but uh, we were talking about the opening song somehow, some way, and I was like, that to me is a song that could be dropped and play rough, could be thrown in there, or something off the new record. Yeah, and uh, you know, maybe if that's what I said and it's on there, it just shows you how influential I am. So. Uh, <laughs> Maybe next time I talk to him, I'll be bringing up halfway to the sun or uh, there you go. Let's, let's get something it like that. But uh, anyways, coming for you, they played, um, they played it uh, at both shows. Um, so you, if you go to the Facebook page, sorry, whatever BB Kilma, um, you go there I shared like someone had posted it live. And so I shared it to the Facebook page so everybody could see it. Uh, Lance Rushing just posted to the page today. I didn't watch it, but I posted it and talked to him for a little bit. He live streamed basically the whole show. Nice. So he posted it on the page. So you should be able to watch the whole show from the Gonzalez show. Um, and then there was a picture that, you know, Eric and Kelly both sent that has um, them with Bill Champlin, who, uh, you know, legendary vocalist, should be in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame with Chicago, was not an original member, but was during that, um, was during that uh, pivotal um, 
What are you doing? Playing the drinking game over there? Nah, people. <laughs> Hold on. Yeah. Listen here, Jack Blades. Yeah, I thought it was really? Jack Brad. Stop um, talking about us. Yeah, he's like, you know, we're not doing that song no more. We're not doing Halfway to the Sun. Yeah, um, let it go. But uh, anyways, uh, uh, what was I fucking saying? I talk about Champlain not being in the yeah, Hall of Fame yeah. of Chicago. He, yes, he uh, he sang some of their biggest hits, "Look Away" and a couple others. Anyway, so there's a picture of them, him with Kelly and uh, Eric. I think Kelly sang on his last record too, on a couple tracks. Um, "Bleeding Secrets," I think, is the title of that record. But um, so there's that. Um, this coming weekend, they got the show down in Key West horrible they got oh, yeah. there this time of year but um so they'll be heading there um brad is probably re recovering this morning from his heart attacks for the uh his raiders uh almost giving up the Ooh. game to the chargers and now they they won and the last minute and uh they will now be facing our cincinnati Bengals. so brad's got a week to enjoy that victory for uh cry some crocodile tears this coming weekend when the uh cincinnati Bengals end their 30-year um dry hopefully spell we'll be, of playoff hopefully victory. we'll be celebrating a victory over brad's raiders nothing personal bradley but uh yeah um and uh one show went on sale which was uh the show that's it's they're advertising it as clear water but it's in port something whatever one of the ports there about 30 minutes north of clearwater it's put on by ruth eckert hall uh, which is in clearwater but it's an outdoor show that's about a half hour north so you know little details but anyways that's how as of right now they're pushing it as clearwater so anyways um that show is on sale and uh I think that's all right. Anything? Yeah, I mean, and we got Lima coming up, so I think a bunch of people are talking about yeah. being there. I think uh, we are all going to make an appearance, I believe, there. Yeah, uh, Bristol the night before in uh, Virginia slash Tennessee. Very few tickets left for that if you're going to go. It's not a very big venue. Um, so if you're wanting to see a nice, intimate show, uh, that Bristol show is going to be the one for you. And uh then the next night whatever night that is 29th or something like that yeah uh, yeah playing uh, in lima and uh yeah i think all three of us will be there should be a Plan. good time all right well hope we'll see some people there if you see us come up and say hi uh maybe we, josh will have a sticker in his pocket or uh you know the sticker depends on you yeah <laughs> exactly yeah can't fucking find mine so <laughs> i've got some i'll bring you some my friend uh anything new josh that you want yeah, to show we off we got some new stuff i figured i mean i'll show off my new shirt i'm wearing what you got there is that is that yes. official uh if you ask gene it's probably not it's but not. it's a kiss with my ohio state buckeyes that was a gift from my niece there and her husband nicole and brody <coughs> they know me not hard Let's to shop for me Kiss wearing your night ranger dawn patrol shirt for this episode <laughs> i should have been all right so one thing i picked up was um 
high enough. 45. Oh, yeah. Um, I'm pretty sure this is Mexico. Let's see here. Blah, 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 blah. Is it? Is it Mexico? Tell me. Uh, hold it up again. I mean, where else? Oh, I mean, that was a pretty big hit. That was a probably released. Well, I know this was it? also the album was printed in. A, yeah, this is Mexico. It was printed in Guatemala. There's actually a Guatemalan release. So you can see that it's got, you know, in Spanish somewhat. Uh, kind of weird that this opens up like oh. this. But there's nothing there. And then you got the back cover, and then it is a promotional. It's a disco uh, promo. So you can, let's see here. Yeah, that's pretty cool. I'd never seen it before. So writing on it, you think that comes from uh, like the DJs or whomever? Yeah, I think it says June 10th, 91. Wow. So most of the time, if you see writing on there, it's the dates that they're some date that they're playing this a lot or when they got it in. Yeah. So that's about right. It was, you know, it didn't catch on till a little bit later. So, so there's that. This is something I eyed for a while, I just didn't pull the trigger on. I've been selling some extra vinyl I got. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to buy it because I've been looking at it. And I liked it because there's two versions of it. And I like this one because of the photo and the little hype sticker on it. All right. It's a Japanese songbook. Ozzy. For Ozzy. And it's got Brad. Who's that guy with the fuzzy head? And it's got this. Oh, Randy little... Rose and Gillis. So I thought with that, the other one just has, the one that you see the most is with uh, Randy Rose. So yeah. there weren't a lot of these printed just because Brad wasn't, uh, Brad wasn't with, uh, with Ozzy all that long. I guess I never opened this damn thing. Maybe I did. Maybe I didn't. You know, I've said it before and I'll, re I'll mention it again. If any of my listeners and followers are, if you're readers and you haven't read Rudy Sarzo's book, Off the Rails, you need to at the very end there's a nice story about rudy and brad and uh it's pretty cool but also a very good book rudy sarzo is so cool i i would love to meet him someday and just uh talk to him there we go look at this i guess i forgot i didn't open it yet so look at that I mean, what a life Brad's lived, man. I mean, you got to think, like, at the time he's out there touring with Ozzy, he had already recorded, I believe they'd recorded at that time, Dawn Patrol or parts of Dawn Patrol. You know, at least demo versions of it. Here's a cool photo I've never seen. Yeah, look at that. Tommy Aldridge. So there's that. It wasn't cheap. I mean, it wasn't, it didn't break me or nothing, but it's one of the songs I was eyeing and um, figured, you know, if I don't get it, I'll probably never see it again. So, well, uh, and you're kind of a completist on your collecting stuff. So, 
it probably would bother you knowing it's out there and you don't have it. Not, not necessarily. I mean, think so? it's, it's sat there for a while. You know, and... I wasn't, I wasn't, you know, I, if it would went down in price, I may have jumped on. The only reason why I didn't was because I have some albums that are basically all profit to me now. Yeah. And I sold three or four. I'm like, eh, you know what? I'll get it. Pull the trigger and, on it, yeah. So, and then the other is I had shown this somewhat on a previous episode, but I didn't have the complete thing. I didn't know exactly what the complete wing was, but I knew it probably had something more. And it is this. Oh, nice. So is that a, that's the whole album, whole cassette, but in like a cardboard, like a sleeve, like a, oh, that's Brad. Um, like a single sleeve would have been. Well, if you remember. Is, and are had, the songs I in just, the same order? I just had this. Yeah. Which was from Korea because it had the Ministry of Culture right. and Information. So then I see this being sold. I'm like, well, figures I bought it, you know, a couple months ago without that cover. And it wasn't crazy expensive, but so I went ahead and bought it. Because you, you got to think, this is cardboard. How many of these survived? You know, so that's what they, they were just selling the cardboard cover, not another version. No, they were selling, they sold the whole thing. So I got oh, two the whole thing. So you got two of them now. But uh, it's like, how, you know, how, you know, these things aren't surviving 40 years. So this will survive 40 years more than the other. So, anyways, I went ahead and got it. It's like I said, it's unique. It's got that, you know, little rat on the side on that one. And there's Jeff on this side. So, um, but yeah, nothing audio wise is different. Uh, something's different. Hold on. I feel like we Under talked about love. this. You know what? They leave a song off. What do they leave off? Hang on, I can pull it up here. They leave off. Um, can't find me in thrill. What? Because the culture, the the uh, Ministry of Culture and um, whatever it is, culture and information does not like cocaine and women. I mean, how do you know? See that you try it, you know. And then I got myself another Christmas gift. I got this monster. That uh, George Jones. They, this is a great company out of Europe called Bear Family Records. Oh, and, you've uh, talked about them before. They do shit right. And so I got, so back, you know, George Jones was on so many different labels back in. So I got the box sets for his other labels. This is the most recent one, came out a couple of years ago. These are the very beginning, Star Day. So 1954 yep. to 19. 61 and what's great is comes with you know just a book that is just so well done that's like a coffee table book and it goes through um goes through each like track like when they recorded it, what take it was, everything else. Wow. You take out the nice little styrofoam there, and then you've got all the CDs. How many CDs are in there? 
It's six disc. Some of these cases hold two CDs. Um, you know, not to jump off topic there. What you got I don't there? You can see that, Kelly. <laughs> uh, but yeah, uh, go ahead and give me my number if he's asking. Tell him he can call me. But uh, so, anyways, there you go. You guys got to put up with that shit if I'm doing the podcast. So, because I have I'll no one else. Say, to show that off to you know my grandpa. You know, but he's there's a handful of people so. that that's pretty cool too. Um, not to jump, stick with George Jones there for a minute and not to promote another podcast, but uh, you and I have talked about Tyler Mahan Co. Uh, his whole season this year is about George Jones, and he also talks about the Bear family. And he always says in the show, if you want the most complete, respectful packaging, this company just never fails. And he always promotes them and says, you need to go there. And yeah, you know, if you're a fan, so uh, I thought that interesting that you you brought up uh, him because I've been uh, I, I'm a fan of his show and it's um, if you're a fan of the deep history of country music boy that show is something to listen to and it's and if you uh, if you want the best hardcore country from the 50s 60s 70s the places you're going to find the best quality and the best product that has everything you want is from europe and uh and you know doing a little bit of history and stuff um you know one of the reasons why is that music was so popular over there was everybody in the 50s and 60s and 70s was craving that american culture and obviously you don't have satellites and stuff like that what do you have well the one thing you could get was the Armed Forces Network, which was radio stations and for the military bases. So, and they still have it today. You go to a military base, that base is going to have a couple radio stations. And back then they played a lot of country western and a lot of Europeans got hooked on it. And to this day are, and that's why that stuff's real big in Europe. I tell you what, some of the best country music I ever, radio stations, like when I was in Afghanistan, they had this, it was like Sunday nights at 3 a.m. or 2 a.m. And they would play just like real hardcore classic country, Ray Price, Hank Williams, Gene Watson. I just remember when I first discovered it, I'm driving on like the world's busiest flight line. You know, I got F-16s and all kinds of shit next to me, right? And I'm just listening to like, Ray Price and Gene Watson. I'm like, this is the greatest thing fucking ever. It's um, a little surreal. <laughs> it is. But uh, but anyways, yeah. And the rock station was great too, because you know, I would hear, you know, if they played Ozzy, they'd play over the mountain. You know, it wasn't crazy train or the same shit I heard all the time. And it was great too, because they would play over the mountain, and then the next song would be April Wine between you and me. Yeah. And then the next song would be Steely Dan, Deacon Blues. Like, I just remember those three songs. Again, I was driving on the flight line one night, listening to the rock stuff. And I'm like, how fucking great is this? Like, I got Ozzy, oh. then Steely Dan, then April Wine. and Especially not... Over the Mountain, man. That is uh, one of my favorite Ozzy songs. Dude, I even, I was actually, I was, <laughs> it, it started right at the, I was, I was in this line to get fuel. And it started right when that was done. I'm like, that drum fucking roll. Yeah. I'm like, how fucking cool is this? That's so, awesome. Yeah. I tell you a, a true testament. You, what you just said about the uh, Europeans loving country. Uh, my my mother in law is was born and raised in England, 
you know, home of the Beatles, home of the stones, home of the who, and she loves Willie Nelson. Loves Willie Nelson. She was she loses her mind. She goes to Willie Nelson. She goes, you know, living down here. She goes down to the Opry all the time. She goes down to the Ryman. Uh, goes and sees Vince Gill and Gene Watt. I mean, all of them. If they if she could see him, she went and saw him. And I need to hang out with her. I asked her all the time. I was like, you know, uh, what's your thoughts on the Beatles? She's like, never listened to them. I mean, I knew who who they were. She goes, it just wasn't for me. And she married, of course, a military man, which brought her to America. But yeah, she was a country fan. Yep. That's uh, like I said, just that was the one of the big influence was, you know, you could get the Armed Forces Network and one yeah. of them would always play country and Western. The best kind, you know, both kinds are the both best kinds, kind. country and Western. Western. Bring in the good old Blues Brothers boys band. I sent that link when they were playing Billy Bob's. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I sent the YouTube link where they start playing and everybody's throwing the beer bottles and stuff. And they're like, all right, theme from Rawhide. And, you know everybody so a couple of the guys so that's good stuff uh is that it for you on new stuff that's it for me on new all stuff. right brent's got nothing go new to show off so uh grab some real haggard or something do we have any are we able to do any shout outs at this point in time or we is can, that we uh, leave that to brent and... uh we got a brent walter posted on the page the other night that it was oh, yeah. nine years ago last night uh, him and some asshole named andrew went and saw night ranger open up for kiss the legendary kiss beauty yeah. arena so that these those two photos were, were from a couple nights previous um yes a lot of people were posting um pictures from the pictures from the two shows over the weekend uh chad ledoux posted lance rushing like i said posted some stuff peter newman um Kevin Avery got a, a birthday surprise. He's going to the show in July uh, with uh, 38 special. What else we got here? CJ Martin went to the uh, Billy Bob show. Um, Daniel Cherry posted the, uh, yeah, the flyer. Yeah. And if I remember correctly, that was the very first post I made on the Fans of Motion website when I. Oh, was it? When I you know created that face the facebook page yeah um that was the very first one i posted oh that's that's cool um i think i got like three likes <laughs> probably me and brent and you maybe his mom uh, i mean i tell you a true story that we've talked about before but that night and i said something to brent we talk about all the time like that one night i mean we were 12 and we we're both 13 years old 13 and 14 years old and my dad took us because we couldn't get my take us and it was cold and snowy in Dayton, Ohio. And that one night just set Brent and I on a path of, I mean, it bonded us as just brothers. I mean, we're seeing Kiss and fell in love with Night Ranger that night. And we've been chasing those two bands for 40 years. Yeah, you guys are lucky you got to see that. that, uh, that I, I, yeah, I mean, I don't take that for granted. I, I count myself very lucky to have seen... Uh, I said, I think every tour Night Ranger's ever done that they've toured, I've seen. Anyway. Uh, Jessica Thibodeau, I think, posted some cool video and pictures there. Kathy Kirkman Lane's asking who's going to the Lima show. And we got uh, Lisa Johnson Haynes and her husband going. Vicki uh, Aishinger is going. Robin Ludite is going. Melissa Layton, some asshole named Josh Stopherson. Uh, yeah. Mike Smith, Melissa Miller, Melissa Layton. So, anyways, 
you know, the bell bondsman's going to be busy that weekend. Um, uh, Michael, a new member, Michael Jamalosa posted some stuff from, uh, the, uh, the Billy Bob show. Uh, Steve Park posted, I think we've shown this before, but uh, Jack in England and he's there on the same bridge. Sean McSparnge, drumhead and sticks from Kelly. That's all. James uh, Gellin posted some cool stuff from him and his daughter flew to uh, the fourth Fort Worth show. Love it. Also, if you guys are getting messages from Jack, Kelly, anybody, it's not them. So they're working on getting that stuff stopped, but is what it is. That's not them. No. Um, cool picture of Brad at the. Uh, yeah, that's really cool. I kind of blew that one up. I was trying to read all the bands behind it. I'll have to post. I'll get with Eric. Uh, he took a panoramic. So imagine nice. that with times three, because it was that yeah. that big. That's just a small sample of it. But um, we got that. Yeah, I mean, go to the Facebook page, and uh, you'll see all that stuff. Uh, David Peterson saw that license plate, got Mojo. Yeah. Um, so, and I posted the Crazy World track from um seven so those that don't have not heard it are able to hear it and yeah listen to it while you can i may take it down you know i don't know some copyright laws yeah i mean it'd be different if That's probably kelly texting you like hey josh take yeah. that down hey fuck face uh it would uh it'd be different like if let's say that new vinyl of seven had crazy world on it then i definitely wouldn't do it because there's an incentive to buy that, but yeah, there's nothing out there to buy with it on. So, right, you know, I mean, fuck, whatever. So, all right, we ready to kick this? Hand us over to. I've guided Lee. most of my life just on fuck it, whatever. So here <laughs> yeah, I am. They got you this far, right? Yeah, well, now you're on. world famous. Yeah, I reckon. Whatever. I mean, <laughs> world famous. I'm infamous. What's him? Yeah, he's so famous that he's in famous yeah he's actually in it yeah all right you ready to kick this over to eric levy and his friends eric levy from eric levy and the boys uh you know created some controversy when he fired jack blades in the early part of 2021 but it seems like they've gotten beyond that so yeah they're now working together uh everyone uh sit back relax open up your favorite tasty beverage and enjoy the fans in motion Ranking Dom Patrol with Mr. Eric Levy. Welcome to another episode of Fans in Motion. And you can see we have basically our fourth host. I mean, he's been on here multiple times. It's kind of like... Uh, like when you win the what is the majors and you wear the green, what one is that the green jacket? Oh, the masters, the masters, yeah. yeah. You you uh, you wear the green jacket or the club where at Saturday Night Live if you host five times you are in that that certain club. Anyways, whatever club we have on fans in motion, this individual 
is a part of it. He's uh, been on four or five of our episodes. He is the keyboardist extraordinaire for Night Ranger. Everyone, please welcome Mr. Eric Levy. Thank you. Thanks for having me sure. back. I, you guys are you guys are the greatest. I, uh, I always blast on these. So yeah, yeah. And, today, Grant, Josh, thank you, and and great to see you all here on uh, virtual virtualness. Yeah, you know what? Uh, I was I was pissed the other day because I ordered uh, this. Uh, this card it was an alan fitzgerald trading card that had a picture of eric levy and i'm like i want that and i ordered it but i got sent this <laughs> and i told the guy i go that's not the oh good they fixed it yeah i was like i go that's not what i want he goes well then we fixed it it's correct i'm like that ain't why i want it i want <laughs> i want to i i want to fuck with the guy that you <laughs> and they're like well we don't have those anymore no and they thought it was weird that I was pissed because I was getting the right part. Um, but uh, anyways, Eric, how you been, brother? How you been? Oh, doing great. Uh, it's um, this time of year. It's I'm I'm happy. I live in California. Yes. <laughs> Sunny, not shoveling anything out of out of my driveway or anything like that. I get I, I get I get, like fly into these cold weather cities for like a day and know that I'm leaving. <laughs> following day and, and that it's fun well i thought uh, it was a cruel joke where they sent you guys on the kiss cruise and then like the very next weekend of all places it's like scranton pa you yeah. know in the middle of november i'm like you know who's pissing off the uh, booking agent to uh you know hey have fun have fun in the caribbean uh next week you're you're heading to all places scranton uh it, it, it was nice to see our friends out there too and and, and uh, people people out in Pennsylvania too always always fun in my opinion super fun rock shows in mm -hmm. in Pennsylvania people know how to rock out there well there's a lot of people from fans in motion that are from Pennsylvania um, yeah. and uh, yeah they are uh, great people we met a lot of them at the uh, Cleveland show <clears throat> and uh, i'm sure uh, uh uh hopefully some of them will be at some of these uh upcoming shows in january and february coming up so the kiss cruise tell us a little bit about that how was how was that how was that job that was that hectic and horrible and was you there going man this fucking sucks uh, it's, um, it, that, it, that was a total blast. It's, it, as, it, as I've told you guys before on the show, I got my touring start working on, on cruise ships. So it, I, I always have like a little bit of an extra, you know, kind of like walking around and imagining like, okay, you know, if my 21 year old self was, was able to see, you know, see me today and how I'm able to walk on board and, and play these fun shows, you know, I, I, I play that whole, like, like a, traveling and time thing in my mind and and have fun with that but um you know it's it, um re really one one of the one of the most fun times i've ever had on a boat and and that that really speaks i think to kiss and and the at you know the the atmosphere that they set and the tone that they set it was um 
you know, pe people, people were getting along and friendly and having a blast and everywhere was a party. And uh, something else that I like about, about Kiss, uh, the, the Kiss uh, people who support the band is it really feels to me it's like, you know, people are really free to express themselves. And if, you know, if somebody wants to dress however they want to dress and it's, you know, it, it feels to me like a, like a very welcoming environment in that, in that kind of way. But um, I, I think that the highlight for me, <laughs> the highlight for me um, was, was probably, well, I'll, I'll lead up to it. Um, uh, our, uh, uh, Ryan, uh, in our crew um, had ordered a uh, uh, Gene Simmons bass of, of some kind. So so before uh, before one of their shows, we we were um, I, I ended up going with him and and Carrie and and uh, and we were hanging out like uh, you know in the in the back ship area like like right next to the to the pool deck stage and, and right before they went on stage like here here comes Gene like in full regalia and uh, you know super high up on on the boots and everything and and um and 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 he and you know he he greets ryan and and says um uh do you have a pen so i can sign it and ryan's like uh and gene's like you forgot to bring a pen to a signing <laughs> along those lines and so somebody found him one and and then gene was like well do you have a camera to take a picture and and i was and ryan's looking around like so I, I'm like, I'll take it. And I pull out my camera and I'm like, okay, one, two, three. And uh, so at this point, like I've never, I have no idea if, if Gene has any idea who I am whatsoever, because it, my general policy is, is that when I'm meeting people who are original members of bands, I uh, speak when spoken to, you know, I'm not going to presume anything, you know, let alone for somebody as iconic as Gene. So um, so the, the following night, we were uh, getting ready for our, our uh, pool deck sta uh, stage show, and um, and uh, Gene walked into our dressing room, and and um, and starts telling these great stories, and so then he goes around and fist bumps everybody, and I'm kind of standing there like you know okay, and and so then we end up fist bumping. And and he says, um, you know, why why Sister Christian? Why why not like a nice Jewish girl? And I I just start like dying laughing. <laughs> I'm like, okay, I guess he does know who I am. Uh, at least I have a Jewish last name, you know. So, but yeah. and, but really, just uh, what a blast! The the whole the whole thing was was an amazing blast. I I had I had the greatest time, really. Now with all your. Uh cruise ship expertise was you able to lead um some of the other rock and roll uh stars there to the best places to get the illegal narcotics well, what would i know about anything like that <laughs> <laughs> like listen you don't want the you don't want the the cooks you know on the top level you want to go to the third level these guys here all right. And you want to say, uh, you know, you want to use this code word and uh, the, the one illicit thing that I did was was I, I ditched a uh, boat drill, uh, oh. <laughs> but, which I used to ditch all the time when I worked on ships. It's where, where you get on a cruise ship and the first thing you're supposed to do is like go to your lifeboat stations and, and like, you know, mm. listen to talk about what you're supposed to do. But like really, when's the last time you heard of a cruise ship like capsizing and people having to get out on lifeboats? Like it, you know, I'm not saying it could never happen, but uh, you know, it it seems very very improbable. 
Yeah. Uh, plus the uh, probably, you know, if if the boat's sinking, it's probably not going to be easy or hard to find the big hole in the side of the boat, anyways, just to go out of. Um, yeah. The last time there was a cruise ship problem was what Italy about eight years ago, where they mm -hmm. got it came in too close and it was st stuck. Yep. Kind of oh. Yeah. That rings a bell. Yeah. yeah. Did you ever uh, hear the story of the comedian Craig Gass? I think he was on the one you were at, but uh, he was yeah. He was he was prior, and one time he got on the uh, the intercom and he does a great Gene Simmons impersonation, and oh, he, does got, he? he got on there oh, as Gene Simmons, yeah. and he's like, um, the the boat is sinking. Uh, for five thousand dollars, you can get the platinum lifeboat, where Paul Stanley will you know blah 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 blah. Yeah. And for $3,000, you can get the gold lifeboat. And he, I guess he got in some really big trouble because some people didn't quite get the joke, you know, which then I'm thinking, <laughs> how did these people ever get enough money to afford that? But um, anyways, so what we're doing today with Eric Levy is um, we are going to rank the classic debut album from night ranger celebrating 40 years next year just celebrated the 39th anniversary <coughs> um previous episodes for some of the uh <laughs> that's the thing about having a kid um so uh the previous episodes that we've had we had eric on here where he played his favorite riffs keyboard wrist from fits and then we ranked um midnight madness as well so we enjoyed that so much we're going to rank um dawn patrol and it's always like i said always a good idea to rank your employer's previous work so uh <laughs> yeah i can't get into trouble doing something like that right? <laughs> well uh, great every the, one of the songs are great the good thing is, the good thing is, uh, we would know if they're listening to the podcast, you know. Yeah, um, you know, I'd be mean, sad that Eric got fired, but uh, you know, it would be tragic at I the moment. Talked yet, I'm already fired, <laughs> but but uh, um, but yeah, we would know that hey, someone's listening to the uh podcast, Andy Brent. You got anything to say before we get started? only thing i wanted to say was go back on the cruise real quick yeah i think it was the first night you were playing i had a friend trying to film it and it was really windy yeah and as he's filming it he pans over to the right of the stage behind kelly and i saw paul stanley watching you guys mm -hmm. and i thought that was so that was pretty cool that you know he took the time to come out and you know see your show you know I Absolutely. Yeah. Um, we, we, yeah. Um, I remember, yeah, they were, they were hanging out watching and, um, you know, that's the, they, they, they put on, they put on such a phenomenal show every, every time uh, they're so great at it. So yeah, to, to, to have them, you know, showing their support and watching us and, and really just the, the vibe, uh, it, it was that kind of thing that set the vibes for the entire boat. You know, it's it's like people seeing how Kiss were, you know, not being, you know, like aloof or, you know, it really, yeah. really being great, great. <laughs> you know, it was. Um, I think that set the tone and the vibe for everybody. Uh, that, that everybody was friendly to one another, and uh, it was it was just a fun time through and through. But, but yeah, uh, much respect to, 
to to Paul and and the band. I I watched uh, both of their shows, and uh, second one managed managed to get actually get a pretty good spot to watch. Thank thanks to Ryan, I think because he bought that bass, then mm. he, he 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 was able to get like a like a good area to stand in, and and yeah. Carrie and I kind of with him. Andy, I was just gonna ask you, how was the um. I imagine Kiss fans are all. A lot of them are probably Night Ranger fans too. It was pretty good crowds and pretty good response from everybody when you guys hit the stage. They have to be right. Yeah, most definitely. Um, you know, the 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 sad thing too was that um, uh, Sebastian Bach was supposed to be on board, yeah. and and it uh, he he wasn't able to get on. His band was there. And, um, so yeah, that that kind of even you know left that much more of a hole in the uh, you know the the lineups and and what everybody was expecting to be able to hear on that boat. Um, but but all that all that said, yeah, the the, the people were just wonderful and uh, yeah, mm-hmm. it absolutely showed up to both of our shows and made a bunch of noise and uh, made us made us feel good about it. Yeah, yes. that's great. No one. Came I hope out. you get on one of those someday. Yeah. absolutely i highly recommend did anybody give you shit for firing jack blades last april uh, it's, i think I, it's, I think maybe people have forgotten about it by now oh well guess what <laughs> i have a reminder we got a reminder coming up and uh yeah uh, four months yeah you know yeah, we, uh, yeah, we, <laughs> you, you just have, it just happened to be like during our video shoot and <laughs> <laughs> i'm like on a bus with jack like i'm sorry i had no idea. i don't know what it i forget where we, we were at uh probably monsters of the mountain or something and i'm with jack and i don't know some something something wrong had happened like we were having to wait or something and you know like blaming it on you was the most like like it wasn't you know nowhere near it would ever be your fault right like it was and i just went you know we were like what happened i just went fucking levy and jack just (laughs) smiled just smiled and he went fucking levy (laughs) (laughs) i forgot all about that but yeah that was that's what i was blaming it on fucking levy all right uh hey uh um you know, there was a song that's not on Dawn Patrol, but you got all those. I don't know if, anybody, if you don't yet, you need to go to Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and follow Eric Levy's musician page because he every almost every day he's posting uh, different parts of songs and and, uh, and things that he's creating. Uh, Thank you. Thank you for the plug. I, I, yeah. uh, I, I. Send a request over. Did you uh, by chance on any of those keyboards that you got in your house there? Uh, did you did you get time to learn anything new in the last twenty four hours? Oh, that's th- this is going to be terrible. Let let me listen to it once first so I don't mess this up. Because because we've never actually played this song. How's it going? Well, this is the this is the key to changing that. All right. (laughs) 
bring in the that's better. Oh, I'm messing it up. No, you're I'm doing the guitar. And you're right. There it is. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> that uh, is... it's sad. So there's yeah, no excuses, so it'll be on the next set. <laughs> I, thanks for reminding uh, reminding me of it. It's, I've listened to that one in passing, but you know, never listened with a laser focus of okay, we're gonna play this song. It's really wow! What a what a really strong. That's 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 a great song. Great great production. I always said that was like the sister song to "When You Close Your yeah. Eyes." Uh, it is a super fan favorite song. Yep, really? and uh, I don't oh, know yeah. who exactly played keyboards on that because I want to say there was five different keyboard players on that record on the Man in Motion album. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Jesse Bradman, Alan Pasqua, I think, and uh, maybe a. Was involved, who's legendary, like beyond legendary sound designer Eric Person. He has a, a company called uh, Spectrasonics, and their products are a huge part of what I do. Hmm. <laughs> yeah, um, maybe a future podcast uh, interviewee. Um, but uh, oh, anyway, anyways, like yes. Uh, um, I was talking to Eric the other day. And I think we had kind of couple episodes ago we ranked man in motion very popular episode anything to do with that album is popular so i threw mm -hmm. that out there to eric it's like hey what's the uh, chances of playing that opening riff and uh making some 40 40 year old 50 year old men extremely giddy yeah um hey and also uh also, how to play it better. <laughs> <laughs> also uh eric uh new night ranger shirt Oh, there, there I am. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's you. Hey, how's it feel to have some 45, 44 year old Rube wearing your face on his chest? <laughs> <laughs> that you would spend money to do it. And I know displaying it. I'm, I'm honored. You know, yeah. I, I'm waiting for the time That's that, cool. you know, someone, uh, uh, I'm on the phone with you, like doing something, and someone's, you know, interrupts me, like, "Who are you talking to?" And I can just point to the shirt. I'm like, "This fucker." I'm actually talking to this guy right here. <laughs> this guy right here. <laughs> the guy on your nipple? No, the guy on the left. The other guy. Not the nipple guy. Um, well, Sorry, there, Eric. <laughs> yeah, that'll be probably the new saying on Nadelman's video. Not the nipple guy. Who's that? Is that Jack? No, not the nipple guy. Uh, because this was the Dawn Patrol uh, episode that came with the uh, trousers, and we'll, we'll talk about when we get to that track. But yeah. anyways, we are going to rank the 1982 Boardwalk release, Dawn Patrol. You know what song goes with the nipple guy, don't you? <laughs> Coldest like December. Oh. Coldest December. I thought you meant play rough. I want to play rough, so you carry on like an ice machine. Mm -hmm. No. Nah. Um, all right. Uh, who wants, I think we should let Eric go last, you know, okay. kind of like it was a grand finale. Um, Brentry, 
Now we've ranked, we have an episode that we did right yeah. when we first started where we ranked Dawn Patrol. Good thing is no one really watched it. So, um, or they've forgotten about it. Um, so, uh, yeah, so we're just going to do it again. Plus we didn't have our fourth host, Eric Levy on there. So does yeah. it really fucking count? I don't think so. So it's not official to Eric's involved. This is the reboot. <laughs> this is the original rankings or changing them up now I, with- well you know what my memory's about as long as my think and uh i don't That's remember true. what my rankings were so um they may match they may not and it depends on the mood you're in back yep. then so uh and uh you know plus i don't want to piss off jack so every jack song's at the top you know how it works uh so uh yeah <laughs> actually so this, yeah this is we ranked on patrol reboot this is our first reboot. Mm. Uh, or nice. part D. Part D. Hot shots. Mm-hmm. All right, Brentry, give me 10. My number 10. Andy knows it very well. Penny. Yeah. Penny. Penny. Yep. Eighth grade, Eric. I had this girl named Penny Elliott that liked me and I had Man, no. Wait, what if she's listening? Yeah. I don't care. It's been, <laughs> it's been 40 something years. Um, it's been 40 years. And she liked me. I didn't want nothing to do with her. And every time I heard that song, I thought, damn, Penny. Penny. What, what, what was it that was like <laughs> about this girl? Just wasn't interested, you know. Well, he's a Kiss fan, too, and he tries to be like Gene. He didn't want anything to do with change. If her, na- if her name was Dollar Bill, he'd been all over. Oh, no, she looking- had nice, if she had a nice Jewish girl name, you know, maybe. He, he was looking for Beth. Shandy, I was looking for Shandy. Yeah, Shandy. All right. So Penny from his scarred childhood years. Childhood. Andrew, <laughs> what's your 10? Brent Brent knows what my number 10 is. It's Penny also. Yeah. Uh we're two sides of the same coin here. It's just one song. I don't have the same issue that Brent has. I had no problem with Penny at school. Brent did. I just, uh, it's the song I just don't care for on this album very much. So if, if something's going to be 10, that one's an easy push for me. The other nine were not. The other nine were an absolute struggle. This is the <laughs> one where I go, there's there's nine ones and then there's a 10 or a two, however you want to put it. So Penny's my number 10. The rest of these songs are just fantastic. Yeah, it was funny because uh, a real quick story about Penny. Back on the um, High Road Tour, you're playing Northern Kentucky at a festival called St. Cecilia's. Sure, I remember that. And Andy was going to try to come down, but he didn't. And, you know, I got to hang with you guys for a little bit. And I left, and Andy's like, did they do anything different? I'm like, they fucking did Penny. <laughs> of all the songs, I like, Penny. Hey, but it sounded great. I'm like, I'm like, I actually enjoyed it. I hadn't heard it forever, you know. Yeah, I will say that. Like, when I, when I saw the Dawn of Madness show up in Cleveland, and they played it. I was like, you know, it's growing on me. Like, I don't have the disdain I used to have. Oh, I don't songs. dislike it. It's like when I hear it live, I'm like, no, actually, it's not a bad song. Well, just- since this is a big penny conversation, I-, I was gonna save it to where I ranked it. But um, the thing I always had with Penny was like, you might as well be singing a song like with the name Ethel, right? Like, Let's see, you know, mm. there was I knew no one except for like my aunt's friend and my grandma's sister named Penny. Right. So as a kid in the 80s, you know, you might as well be singing Ethel or Betty, 
you know, these old names and it just wasn't very rock and roll to my, you know, six or seven year old ears and it's still not, but um, that was the biggest thing I had with Penny was the name. Like uh, it wasn't very contemporary, uh, you know, like, you know, if it was Jessica or Rachel, like, yeah, I've, you know, I got uh, a yeah. lot of them broads breaking my heart. I don't have any pennies. Well, it was so. originally called Laverne, but Kelly decided to go with Penny for Penny Marshall, you know. Oh, yeah. Laverne just didn't work. Oh, right. and, and Josh, you know, as a full disclosure, you know, I did. My first wife's name was Ethel. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. So yeah. <laughs> so it's like when you say you don't know, I do know an Ethel, and I actually married her. Well, what, what he's not saying is then she know, divorced me. He was twenty one, and she was sixty eight. But uh, <laughs> but she was she was part of that. Uh, True story. She used to get people all the time that say you don't look like an Ethel, and she's like, catch me in fifty years, and I will. Yeah. <laughs> and the other and the other thing she always got was, how the hell do they name you Ethel? Yeah. yeah. She got that all the time. Like I never knew an Ethel that didn't have the word ant in front of it. Yeah. You know? Or like, or Merman behind it. Yeah. Um, my number 10 is one of the earliest Night Ranger songs, comes from the stereo era. Young girl in love. It's just one of the songs that sounds just a little bit dated. I still that's how great the album is. I still enjoy it. It's one of the best guitar solos. I have to think off the top of my head. I think it's Brad's solo. Um but the best part of the song for me is when they come out of the second chorus. I understand. Yeah, I understand. That whole part, that's I that saves the song for me. Uh, but uh, you know what? That might right there. Maybe I should kick that up to nine. Let's make Penny know. 10. It's easy. Uh, yeah. You know what? I am. Uh, then it's a it's yeah. unanimous yeah penny is 10 for me I'm, there you go Boom. i am i am flexible <laughs> i am flexible so all right Eric, uh, no pressure uh so i i i'm i'm gonna stick with josh's first choice on this and ah. go with uh a young girl in love and it's yeah, it's I um you know I have to turn this into a positive spin, right? Because they're my employers. Yes. <laughs> but beyond that, um, it's, I I do think it's a testament to, um, you know, the songwriting skill of the band. Even it, you know, at at, at the very inception on the very first album, that you know, uh, all the songs are are of, of such quality that you know it's it's like Young Girl in Love is like an absolutely solid pop song and it's you know very very well constructed um yeah and, and, you know so it's it's really not a knock on that song in any way it's just you know if if, if i were going to listen to the album that's probably the last song that i would pick mm. but it's yeah. just personal preference at that point point. and if they got a problem with where you rank that they shouldn't have written nine better songs you know so <laughs> exactly. it's it's their fucking fault not no, ours. that's it the um, coincidence is a young girl in love was actually penny Oh, there you go. There's the, the there's the theory. That's a callback, Brent. That's now, Penny, I'm girl in love. So this they was, just got two songs out of it. This was <laughs> this was a song that they had on the stereo demos before they went with Jeff and Fitz. So this was a this song originated with Kelly, Jack, Brad, and then Jimmy Pugh and Jerry Martini, from what history I've been able to gather. 
Um, and so it was, that was, you know, and it's it, it, why it's a little bit, probably a little bit more poppy. They hadn't gone to that hard rock edge yet where the other songs all came out of. So, uh, so young girl in love is Eric's number 10. Brentree. I made up my mind and I'm not going to waste any of your time. Young girl in love is my number nine. Mm. As is mine. It's my number nine also, Josh. I'm keeping score. So we're just right behind Eric or ahead of Eric. However you want yeah. I agree. It, uh, it, it's uh, not to take your time there, Brent, but uh, I, I mean, again, I know we sound like total homers, but I do just love this whole album. And it, it, it is really kind of a Sophie's choice putting one after the other. Well, I, so, I don't skip it when it comes on. I, I don't, don't I don't, I don't skip any, any song on this album. It's a perfect album. I've said that before in my opinion. Yeah. I just worked backwards. I put my number one down and just start working them back, and then this is how they fell. Yeah, Josh. I mean, you can't you can't get a better debut album. I know. Now, well, you could. Well, but you know, um, my my number nine. Oh God, was, he didn't say penny. Was at night she sleeps. Uh, the and again, what saves these songs are the guitar solos. Like, uh, you know, at night she sleeps, it's not bad. I don't like that little uh, uh, the little thing on the keyboard or whatever. The, yeah. Um, <laughs> Eric's job, you don't like Eric's uh, job, that part, yeah, a little uh, but and I think it's, I think, hopefully, yeah, that part, I like that. But uh, the the part at the end, doo, 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 that that part's awesome. Oh. There it is. Yes, this all of it. Um, I guess I could look it up, but I think it's uh, I think it's Jeff's uh solo in that. Um, but that solo shreds. Um, hmm. I mean that is because it goes from this kind of dark moody song and even the from the second chorus into that solo it kind of just you know is real muddy along and then all of a sudden and and it's just kicking into uh um like uh, it's like a kicking a door open it's like he opens it back like hey i'm I'm still here i'm gonna find out who uh does that solo in my head just listen to my in my head it sounds like a uh jeff watson so uh, we are going to find out i'm probably going to be wrong yeah. it'll be brad uh i should know offhand i'd have to hear it if it's, i think if it's i got, think it's jeff if it's got a bunch of pitch sweeping it's brad if it's yep. uh yeah know, it's uh more solid uh more notes it's jeff it's, over there yeah well there's no uh no whammy you know i mean you can usually tell brad brad can play real melodic and you know you're like Is that brad or jeff but usually if, if if brad's playing real melodic and he doesn't do the whammy bar at the very end you'll hear him do that whammy it's like there it is that's him i know it. and yeah uh, not just um, the whammy but yeah his his personal approach to the whammy yeah yeah got that dive bomb going on and mm-hmm. I've been I've been trying to make a list of like like very signature 
Brad Gillis sounds like there there's a couple on ATBO. It's like uh, where he's just doing that sound with the whammy bar. I'm like that right there, that three seconds, that is, you'll hear that on every night ranger album. But uh, anyways, that solo by Jeff just kills on that song. It's again, probably my favorite song or favorite part of that song. So my number nine is at night. She sleeps, Eric, what is the night? Uh, I will go with Penny just as it's number nine in the track order. It'll, it'll be number nine on my list. I've, I've met, um, I've met the real Penny in person. Numerous oh, there is a real Penny. And, and story. He's, he's extremely friendly, like, like super kind for it. Wow. Am I telling you something you don't know? Yeah. yeah I had no idea. <laughs> All right. We, uh, ever... Josh, go put an exclusive uh, graphic yes. right there. Uh, the, the one confusing thing to me has always been she's um best friends with uh or uh, good like great lifelong friends with uh, uh molly blades jack's wife which is, which is how they know each other so it's it, the one question in my mind was always like well she's so nice and we see her all the time and she's best friends with jack's wife but you know like the lyrics are a little on the yeah. disparage but, yeah. you know like Oh, this wonderful person who's in our lives. You know, it's it's you know, you're so we got easy. two cities on hold. Yeah. Well, maybe uh, uh that's maybe... that's the that's the confusion. I I will never ask. Yeah, maybe he heard. You know, the uh, overheard the conversation that they had of, you don't want to date him. He's a rot long haired rock and roller. And he's like, yeah. hey, I'll get you back in a song. Yeah, they were Taylor Swift before Taylor Swift. You know. Well, I think that's what Aerosmith song is. Uh, Joe Perry or uh, Stephen Tyler wrote about uh, Joe Perry's wife after they got in an argument. It was something off Toys in the Attic, Walk Us Way, or one of those songs. Really? Uh, sweet, emo- sweet Emotion, something like that. It's one of those big songs uh, Stephen Tyler wrote basically after uh, him and Joe Perry's wife got in a fight. Anyways, number nine for Eric is Penny. So yes. besides me, we and I moved young girl in love up to my eight um we all are about the uh same same uh songs here brent number eight at night she sleeps oh so yeah we're we're all josh just put me down for that too i'm in the same oh my lord andy just did you copy my list no i i think this list is pretty much the way it was my my number you two and three might have flipped it wasn't I, as close because you guys gave me shit last time what i'm thinking is you guys realized i'm right subliminally and it's ingrained in there <laughs> no i got I think that was how it came yeah, out well it's on tape we got it somewhere it is yeah, but, but nobody Someone watches has that YouTube comments please right like <laughs> can we compare <laughs> before and after with uh, I probably my, got my notes somewhere. My number eight moved from number 10 is Young Girl in Love for that awesome bridge and guitar solo. So, uh, Eric, uh, you, what do you got? At night she sleeps? <laughs> oh, it's I, my eight through six is I still haven't made up my mind. Ah, you're following. But for me. number eight, let's go with Can't Find Me a Thrill. Ooh. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, maybe I'm just saying that to be no I'm saying that because I mean it um and and it's a great song it really is I I, yeah. I feel like it's kind of vanilla next to um you know some of the more inventive stuff 
on Dawn Patrol. I've got my own personal bias, biases, it's, you know, but it's a great solid song. And, and I'll say this too about Can't Find Me a Thrill is, or Can't Find Me a Thrill is, uh, um, you know, we were still years away from uh, Guns N' Roses, Mr. Brownstone at this point, right? Of, of like, a, you know, in the early 80s for a band of, you know, for a, for a metal band to come out, and and be like yeah you know we're all partying we're having a great time but hey we're we've actually got this insight about you know what it's it's talking about you know the the homeostasis of the brain reality right that it's you can you can chase the high no matter what it is but you know your brain's always going to bring you back um you know for for them to for them to recognize that and sing about it on their very first album you know i i do feel like it's kind of a forerunner to something like Mr. Brownstone by uh, by Guns N' Roses. Well, it's interesting that you say that because um, a little bit of a spoiler is I had that ranked pretty high on my list last time, and my argument was now my my like con to it is to me it was produced like it was always just a little thin to where Eddie and Night Ranger the song always seems so thick and bigger in life the production on that i just don't know if there's maybe there's just nothing else they could do always just seemed a little bit thinner on that song but what i liked about that song was the lyrically it was darker than most night ranger songs um and that's where and these guys were giving me shit on the last episode because i had it ranked above eddie's coming out tonight and i told him that's wrong i couldn't rank a song that has the word trousers in it above a song that talks about cocaine and women. Like I just couldn't do it. I go. And I, I said the line more cocaine, less less trousers. And that took (laughs) off, but, uh, but that's part of the drinking game now, I think part, but that's what, uh, what kind of like what you're saying that being dark. Yes. To me, that's what sets that song apart is the you know and dark night ranger's not really a dark band and that just kind of was i mean eddie's got a little bit of darkness the song night ranger's got a little bit of darkness but um but uh well yeah but to me musically it's just a little bit not there but uh but yeah cocaine and women they'll treat you the same um it just had this roughness to it and i liked your analogy about kind of like the stepping stone to some of the stuff they talked about on um on appetite because they they're not really glamorizing it they're you know showing all the uh wrinkles and the dark sides to it and i thought that's kind of what can't find me a thrill um did as well and uh sure, yeah and you know i know jack must be listening because i constantly say on the podcast we always say the less trousers more cocaine and on atbpo track number four what word did he bring back since the dawn patrol record the the lyric with cocaine i can't remember exactly she's into what she's into i co- get the lyric but, yeah. but yeah so uh there we go i want to ask demonetize this video <laughs> I, I... <laughs> I, eric i want to ask you yeah. You brought it up and I and I wanted to ask this is so you said you have some biases and I, I wonder uh, playing the songs 
is it harder for you because we're, we're ranking these as fans and we've lived with these songs, but you're actually, you play them. And I think we all could attest to this because we've all played in bands. There are certain songs that I, I just, I love playing and there's certain songs I loathe when you see it on the set list, but you know, the fans love it. So I wonder, and you don't have to give names that like, but do you have those biases that when you're looking at songs, you're like, Ugh. yeah, I mean, I get the fans love the song, but it's not for me, especially as a keyboard product. This is just kind of boring. It's, I don't, this doesn't do anything for me because you're looking at it from a, uh, a performer's point of view, not a fan's point of view. Yeah. Interesting. Um, you know, it's, uh, like, like truly, uh, like truly heartfelt. I'm, I'm not just saying this because I work for them or (laughs) I'm in the band. Yeah. But, but truly like, uh, you know, I, I've been on some, I've, I've been on some pretty bad gigs in my life, you know, um, (laughs) we could share some stories. Yeah. Some stuff or even just like, um, you know, it could be a, a high priced gig where you're just, you know, where I'm just like, you know, playing cocktail piano for something. And it's like, cool. Okay. Nobody's listening and nobody's <laughs> listening. Oh, that person's doing this. And, you know, it's, it's like, it's fine, but it's, you know, it's not something you can really feel passionate about. It's, it, it's like Night Ranger never has a bad show or, you know, not, not in my 10 years, not something that I would consider to be in any way, shape or form, even close to being bad because no matter what's going on around us, I know that I can count on every one of them where it's, you know, it's like, we're really gonna give it our, our all. And, you know, you, it, no matter what the size of the, you know, where we're playing or anything like that, it's, you know, fortunately we're, we're able to get good people there a lot of times too, who are, <laughs> who, yeah. who, are who are into it as well. And, you know, at, at least for me, I totally feed off of that energy. Sure. I, Maybe because Night Ranger is such a such a positive, high energy band, you know, it's it's like a, I feel like I'm getting bombarded with that when I'm on stage, no matter what song we're playing. So it's in that context, it, it's like it's easy for me to love all of these songs mm-hmm. and to have a great time playing all of them. And that being said, to, to you know, long answer to your question, um, you know, a, a song like a song like Can't Find Me a Thrill for my own personal bias is like. Um, I don't have an organ sound pulled up. Where or do I? Oh, aggressive organ. Uh, that's why I never use these. <laughs> um, but it's uh, for that song. I'm I'm basically just holding like sustaining. Yeah, just holding. So for so you, that, it's not. Which is great, you know. That's my role. That's my role in the band for those songs, and I'm and I love being able to do that and provide that. But it's, you know, that's that's a much different thing to like, um, um, you know the. I mean, yes. you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's something like you know that's that's got more of a challenge to it that's interesting okay I'm splitting my brain I've got this here and I've got this melody here and it's yeah it's it's easy to be more engaged in in that respect so but that's not saying anything against any right. of the song or I'm just laying it down either it's I, I still I have a great time doing that as well really yeah well, well I'll tell you real quick to follow up when where we were at the at the Dixon show, there was a guy standing next to me, and I think it was only his like second or third time ever seeing Night Ranger, and he loved him. He just never had the opportunity to see him, and he kept saying to me, "We were talking and stuff," and yeah, 
Josh, you, I mean, you got him a guitar pick, which just made the guy's day. And he got a drumstick from, uh, he, he's got the guitar pick. He got a drumstick from somebody in that craziness that you guys do. But I, like, I think it was rumors. I think you guys played rumors that night. And he kept saying, he goes, God, if I just hear rumors, I'll be so happy. Oh. And it started playing and he just lost his mind. He's looking at me. He's like, Oh my God. Oh my God. He's slapping the barrier. And I was like, and I was like, God, that's so awesome. And then I think, yeah, I wonder if these guys just look at it like that's yeah, next song on the list. Just nothing, just a nothing song. We're all like just screaming at the top of our lungs because we hear that doodle, 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 you know, oh, or whatever. We do have to be dialed in to a certain extent. Like, you know, we have to make sure that if, if we haven't gotten our sound, uh, sound check in, you know, uh, uh, our both guitar players need to be really confident that, you know, the delay times are set up appropriately and everything's like yeah. really set to go so that Brad knows when he comes in with it, it's going to sound right. Um, so awesome but yeah we can't do it all the time because of that and it is it is one of our um songs that we don't play every show so i'm i'm happy for your yeah. buddy um, yeah he, oh, he lost it just lost his mind well, he got the guitar pick of the night <laughs> that one yeah. right there yeah oh carrie kelly eric i can make yours look like that <laughs> all right josh so, you hit something i didn't mean to interrupt you there um you know that's All my right. proud. That's my that's my best achievement other than being a father designing a guitar pick. <laughs> it looks fantastic. Brent number seven. Well, um, the the guitar pick gives me a thrill, but other than that, I can't find me one. So um, I'm gonna pick it for number seven. Can't find me a thrill. That's yeah, I, number seven. <laughs> I know we were just. I I, I thought about changing changing it just to get people going. Fuck you. You know, I, I swear to God, see me away uh, seven. No, well, all <laughs> we you didn't guys, talk earlier. All you guys are incorrect for the various reasons. I mean, Eric, you make some points, but they're wrong. But they're points. You, uh, the other two guys are just idiots, and they don't know what to talk about. <laughs> we yeah. are right here, Brent. My, yeah, that's you know, that's not where you want to be. Coming from uh, a guy who wears a Detroit hat every damn week. So, um, uh, uh, my number seven is play rough um, get out you're out of your mind done cut me off just uh, cut my feed now here is my that's art. gonna make eric quit the band thanks a lot way to go josh uh, eric's number seven is probably play rough too but uh <laughs> no. so play rough to me now it is one song i think they could add to the set and uh make fans happy because it could be an opener they opened with that song in the early 80s. Um, there are live recordings of them opening with that. And the the whole vamp of when you guys come out and the down, dun, 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 and, you know, the, the silence, I think would really break into that. And I think I, I as much as I love somehow, some way, um, I think that's a song you guys could uh, put in that place as an opener. Um, now, again, I'm, I don't know all the, you know, that might be a great song where everybody's, you know, tuning into each other and stuff. And that's why um, it's there. But uh, uh, to me, that's an easy song to throw in there, even though it's my number seven, that's like the song I think you guys could play live uh, yeah. right away. You'd have to drop that intro though to it. Well, they they I think changed it up, and they if you really go back and you listen to the how they did stuff live in the eighties, it's 
obviously not like they do it now or not like they even did it on the record uh brad used to do a whole little thing before the uh rumor solo mm-hmm. um like hold stuff out and i can't remember exactly how it went but it wasn't like that on the record he doesn't do it now live but back then on those tours he would do that well you know why record. don't you on that japanese one they only had they were pulling from basically one album I don't, no. I don't think Don, Midnight, Midnight Madness was even out when I think they played that Japanese show that we all have. And I'm talking about on Rumors. He did that all the way through, at, I think, even Man in Motion because there is recordings out remember. there. That. It's just, you know, a 30-second part. Anyways, Eric, your number Hold seven. Hold on, Josh. I, I just did a real quick listen to Play Rough again, just the opening. And I, I, you really need to just rethink that. Turn your mic off, go listen, do it again, and come back to us. Re-rank play rough. That song's so freaking awesome. Well, where's it? Is it it's not going above the other ones? It's seven. All right. It's good, but it's seven. They wrote six butters. Can't even hear you anymore. I hear blah blah blah. What's your number seven? Charlie Brown's fucking teacher is what I hear. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, number number seven at this point. I'll I'll go with that night she sleeps. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's a correct answer. <laughs> I've never seen I, Josh be so well. Can't, can't find me a thrill is better than play rough. It's just that's the reason why play rough is seven for me. So uh at night she sleeps, and Eric likes you know, that's uh you know, it's got a good uh that's a probably a fun song for a keyboard player. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it has to be. <laughs> Just being able to do that. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Just you doing that made me drop it to 10. Um, Gosh, he's in the band. He can't be wrong. I'm wrong all the time. His list is actually probably the only correct list next to me and Brent because ours is identical. And then there's Josh, Rogue One over here. He fucking leavey, man. He's he's, (laughs) his fault when it's not his fault. Eric, Uh, man, you're right on, buddy. I'm with you. Brent, number six. Eric, watch Andy's face. You ready? Yep. Andy's coming out tonight. Dead. Dead to me. <laughs> Screw you. Josh, you're right. Brent is wrong. No. This is where Brent has fallen. <laughs> I don't even know you anymore. Is your sister around? She's the only reason I started talking to you. I know. That's true. True story. Jesus Christ. Number six? I, you, you know, are we you went, high? We went, we went through this on the um, first incarnation of this this version of the podcast. I, yeah, I expect we... this out of Josh. And it doesn't mean I, I, I love the song. Um, if they drop it occasionally, which they do occasionally, it you know, we just get something else. I've heard Eddie's coming out tonight for 40 years. That to me. I like it sometimes, but Eddie doesn't have to come out every night. I'm going to try to find a way to block Brent's picture here. He doesn't have to come out every night. Does not have to come out every night. He does. Yeah. He's got places. Jack, to be. Jack to gets tired of going. Eddie, if you're out there, he gets tired of telling the damn story. Let's see if I can mute. Brent. And Eric gets tired of hearing it. <laughs> so, Gosh, so for my I number Brent, to reiterate, number six is Eddie's coming out tonight. This He's coming that. out at number That's six. That. And uh, wasn't it Andy that thought you know? Uh, he was li- li- you know living the tenderloin life like he was eating tenderloin sandwiches or something. <laughs> That's I a great life. Was, 
<laughs> I thought it, I thought it was tender young life up until yeah. about five years ago. So did I. I didn't tender know what young. I didn't know what a tenderloin. The, you know, I didn't know what the district yeah. was. Never heard of it. Cincinnati, like, Ohio. Yeah, you know, he's, he's eating a tenderloin sandwich. You know, I'm like, I don't. It's yeah, like, and his trousers are too tight. Yeah, you know, and well, that's because yeah. you know the tenderloin's always bigger than the bun. You know, yeah. and uh, anyway, that's what I hear anyway. Uh, <laughs> Andrew, number six. Uh, number six for me is the song, actual the namesake song, Night Ranger. You are, you guys are both wrong on this. So um, the guitar, the the dual guitars on both of my them. five songs above it are better. In I love this song. Here, but I want to tell you what when Brent and I would hear him play this live, we would scream and punch I'm, each other. I love I'm this song, but going to tell there you are five what, songs better than Night I'm Ranger. I'm going to tell you what the true number six is. Oh, it's okay? to be good. Listen, oh, yeah, it's always here. We go when you want when you want Night Ranger, you either want a good, strong ballad or you want something that's going to rock. I don't want pop, I want rock or a good, strong ballad. That's why number six is Sing Me Away. No, you are so fucking, fucking insane, Josh. Did you eat paint chips as a kid? You drunk, are you drunk now? All right, I mean, All right. so listen, I like the dual guitars, it's iconic. Yes, but iconic. It's not better than the iconic dual guitars at the end of Night Ranger and at the end of Eddie's Coming Out Tonight. It just isn't. Um, so, yeah, based on that, and I, I mean, it's science. It's there. It's number six. Sing me all of the science. I don't see the guy from Thomas Dolby's video going science with science. you at all. Eric. <laughs> Oh boy, this your is going number, straight to hell. Your number six. You want me to pencil in "Sing Me Away" right there? Uh, I don't think I can go "Sing Me Away" quite this early. Yeah, one Damn of right. us. One of us. Uh, <laughs> I'll go, but I but I hear your rationale, and it actually makes total sense. Damn like, oh, don't don't you give him that shit. It's not like the rockinest of rockers, and it's not you know a power ballad. It fits somewhere in the middle. It's a yeah. good number two song on the record. It, it fills a spot. It fills my number six. I'll go with uh, Play Rough. I really do. Oh, I, have I don't agree, but I'll accept it. I have mixed feelings about Play Rough because um, just like 2021, I feel like the lyrics are maybe like slightly cringy if taken out of context, you know. <laughs> You can play it off like an ice machine, or you can give it up to me. You want to play rough? No. You know that's that's the <laughs> thing. If you if you take that out of context, and, and, yeah. you know it's like that's how context, we roll in the Midwest. Talk, it doesn't sound like it's mean or demeaning. It sounds like you know they've just got their skewed relationship, and it's you know it's it it doesn't sound like it's you know I I I want to you know yeah huh. it, it it doesn't sound super nefarious, but it's. It, you know it's not gentle I'm not, sure, I'm not sure if we could get away with those kind of lyrics on a on, on like atvpo and and have you know i don't know maybe we could but yeah. um but but musically i i love play rough it's it's like deep and that um that outro section too i i felt like i really got it um like i had never played this song live from the band until the uh the dawn of madness shows and um and that that whole out, uh, that whole ending section where it's where it's just like looping around the no, 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 no. yeah it's, no, no, no. I don't have the right patch but yeah 
Yeah. Yeah, and and Brad's soloing, and it's like it's all vibey, and it's and it's heavy, but there's space. It's like you know, it's not exactly in four, so it's a little bit of like an elliptical thing to be repeating. And it's it yeah, it, there's some real depth there. That's a very enjoyable, very enjoyable enjoyable moment to to. Wow, I'm tripping over my words. Enjoyable moment of music right there. Well, yeah. we you need to push that to be the. Uh new opening song for night ranger and we will test out those lyrics lyrically i like it i mean more i i think about it maybe it's i should have ranked it six and sing me away seven um no. you know um you know but uh hurt plus it's, here. you know more cocaine less ice machine i guess but uh brent number five my number five is night ranger ranger I accept that. That that is an um, acceptable answer. So well, you know, it it's such a like I said, it's such a strong album. As 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 I look at it, it just keeps getting stronger and stronger and stronger towards the top. So, like I said, you know, Eddie's <laughs> coming out tonight. Night Ranger are they interchangeable? Sure, um, because like I said, it's it's a great it's 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 nearly if it's not a perfect album, it's nearly a perfect album, in my opinion. Sure. And God, just I remember counting the crickets when I would learn how to play that on the drums, and it comes in on an ant like in the middle of it. It's not; it's like on an and, and it start jamming. And I remember, you know, I would be so happy when I would nail that. You know, I think it's thirteen cricket noises, if I remember right. Cricket chirps. Is that what your sample is, Eric? Thirteen. They don't do the cricket. <laughs> we've we've done it a few times. We've oh, you've done, done the crickets? It's um they've they've asked for it, but when it when it comes in, but when it comes to it, it's it's like I I just think it's way more powerful to hear like um you know Kelly counted in. Yeah. To me, that's more musically like it just in, in the context of a show like you know why are we hearing crickets? You know yeah. like what's the what's that supposed to imply what's the artistic message you know and for for whatever they were um you know in in the context of the dawn patrol album i think it makes more sense than in yeah. the live so, but i do i do have it here ready if whenever anybody asks for it, it's there well, I, there's, <laughs> there's 13 <laughs> should be 13 chirps that's the best yeah, if they do gonna, any more than 13 you tell them they're wrong you're gonna see <laughs> see one of the guys on an off night bottle of jack daniels you know in their hand and all you're going to hear crickets eric i want fucking crickets i said play the crickets <laughs> i'm leaning on an ice machine play the crickets um, oh you want me to play something off hole in the sun that would be your response <laughs> not right brent uh it's a joke it's a joke no, number five andy Number five in the, again, these all get, as we say all the time, these get super tough and this is not easy, but uh, call my name is my number five. Uh, I'll call your name. Dumb ass. Number five. Dumb ass is your name. No, you're wrong. Listen, listen, we're just going to skip over that because Andy. Yeah. Just listen, Andy, this doesn't happen very often, but like, like uh, you've risen above Brent in the uh, idiot scale. You rose um, no. above Josh. <laughs> My number five. Rose is above Josh. Eddie coming out tonight. Um, 
Josh, I'm gonna, Josh is wrong again. Again, uh, it would be higher, but I cannot rank a song that has the word trousers. You know, I can't just be rocking and like, you know, next thing you know, uh, I hear the word trouser and it just, just stops me. Well, logic, uh, man. It's like fuzzy math, man. That doesn't no, make any it's, sense. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you know, fuzzy just, math. Certain words I can't have in my rock songs, and see, this is this is why we can't have Jack on the show. <laughs> I mean, I you can have pantalones. Jack sits and listens to this. He's like, you know what? He's like, screw Josh. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, you can have pantalones over the word trousers. No, trousers yep. works. Well, I say trousers all the time strictly because of the song. I'm trying to get it back into the lexicon. Hey, who knows? And we're trying to reach over to our our, our people across yeah. the pond in England. Yeah. The Mark Greenways of the world. Yeah, yeah they, they, they say trousers. Many. Yeah, the uh, he wears his knickerbockers too tight. Eric. Hello, do you have your trousers on? What's, you know. what's your number, what's your number five? Feather. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna be solidarity here with Josh. Damn straight. And say Eddie's coming out. That's such a great song. <laughs> it is. A, it is. It is a great song. Um, it's it's hard. It's hard to rank these. Well, for me. It is. It, uh, this is brutal. These now are getting, five. They shouldn't have written the upper, upper half of the album. Yeah, it's 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 hard to pick pick out. But it's yeah, it's more a testament, I think, to the to the strength of everything. It's <laughs> it's such a fun song to to play live too, and um. I've always got the unpredictability of not knowing in the live show if Jack's going to come in right away on the verse, or or if he's going to um, walk out and 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 play more improvisational bass, and you know, which is which is fun whenever he does that too. Mm-hmm. And, and, yeah, yeah, and by the end, <laughs> it's such a great climax in in that solo. Yeah, the dual the dual solos. Yeah, it's absolutely mm-hmm. brilliant. Um, no question. Just it's a, something has to be ranked in this list, right? So, yeah, that's right. Well, well it's, it's true. Uh, it's unfortunate. Well, I mean, I have it at five. Eric's got it at five. Brent's got it at six. And we know Andy know what the fuck he's talking about because he ranked "Call My Name" five. So, um, <laughs> uh, Brent, number four. Uh, you know, speaking like Eric, you know, it's on the way you roll the dice. So we're going to play rough tonight. Hells to the yes. You know, like I said, we've got this Midwestern idea of, you know, we still love those old lyrics. They don't offend us. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah, Andy, well, is, well, when Eric put it that way, it made me rethink. <laughs> no, no, it, it, it's a, it's a fun song. I remember, I remember when I was a kid and I, and my Dawn Patrol record, generally you, it, it was tough to flip over a record. You, you had your first couple of songs that you knew that they would play on MTV. Those first two songs were on that one side. And mm-hmm. I didn't, I rarely flipped it over. I don't know. I knew the songs, but I rarely flipped it over. But when that MTV concert came on and I heard play rough live, mm-hmm. it, it, it's always been one of my favorite tunes. Yes. So Andy, is yes. that your four as well? Absolutely. It's number four. Because it freaking rocks. Opens with that nice little acoustic and then just makes, mm, yeah. makes this face. All right, That's Eric, what I do. it looks like me and Eric are the only ones with any uh, sense there. My number four. It would makes, be Eric and I. <laughs> if you had any sense. Dance in motion. My number four <laughs> is Can't Find Me a Thrill, which we've talked about 
already in the uh, episode, but again, it's uh, lyrically, it's a little bit darker than most Night Ranger songs. Um, and it ranks above, it's like right there with Eddie. What takes it above Eddie? More cocaine, less trousers in my Night Ranger songs. So my number four is Can't Find Me a Thrill. Eric, your number four. Oh, this is tough. This is tough. I, I think I'm going to go... Do it, Eric. Just say it. I know, I know what he's thinking. I'll, I'll go sing me away. Oh, oh. That's, that's tough to do. It's tough. But yeah, uh, sing, but sing me away is such a wonderful... It is. Uh, we, it, we always play it. It's always in there. I get to hold that note. Yeah. That, that note actually ran out on me the other it, It's never run out on me before. I sampled it with like a crazy amount of time thinking like I'll never have to hold it that long and we were playing the other night and and Jack went into a story and I'm just holding it and I'm like am I am I gonna make it you know am, what what can I do you know I should have made it longer so it's I'm like I'm gonna make it and then it's like right right before we're gonna we're gonna start the song all of a sudden it just cuts off and Jack turns and you know gives me a look and I'm like uh yeah, that's, that's your fault. You know how you I, end that? I was trying to conserve Ram with my choices. Like, we'll never hold it that long. <laughs> you know how <laughs> you correct that? <laughs> but but I love I love the song. It's it's yeah, uh, great. Um, uh, like great great um, like uh, complexity with the harmony too. Like, but the verses are in the in the key of A. But then like you get to the you get to the pre-chorus and you're um, in the in like D minor, but it um, but then it modulates and then it modulates again and, and whoa! Now we have this rise up into the chorus and where did it's yeah really brilliant. Some some of the most brilliant uh, quarterly uh, of the entire Night Ranger catalog, in my humble opinion. Yeah, and yeah, from the from our perspective, it seems like a simple higher. song. <laughs> it seems simple, you know. Just it's there's nothing. But yeah, and you break it down like that it makes it even better. Well, well, if you if you know you're gonna run out next time and Jack's just talking, the, the way to correct it is just to get the microphone and go one, two. You know, Kelly's like, what's that? <laughs> that's that's uh, all you gotta do. Well, Eric, I have a I have a uh, maybe a theory on why you've run into that problem. Do you know what that is? Uh, what would that be? It, for the longest time, Sing Me Away was the second song in the set. So you generally jump from song one to song two, and you don't really have any bantering, you know, stage bantering. Now you guys are doing uh, Four in the Morning as the second song. So now Our, you have that part Jack, where, hey, how everything's getting loose. Yep. And you used to never have that before because it was always track it was always song two and now you guys have been doing it track three wow that's such a great thank you you absolutely there. rationalized that choice for me you're right when i first sampled it we, we were still playing sing me away number two so yeah. I out there thank yep. you there you, you go feel even you know what i should uh fucking have a podcast on night ranger you know i can't i you know i can't figure out anything else in my life you know yeah like, this we got everything else chaos yeah why does my family hate me but uh hey why is why is eric's keyboard sample not well here i can put these two together uh 
so number four, Eric, sing me away. So let's, I'll kind of review here. So Brent, number 10 was Penny, then Young Girl in Love. At night she sleeps. Can't find me a thrill. Eddie, Night Ranger, then number four, Play Rough. Not really a correct list. Andy, 10 was Penny, Young Girl in Love, nine. At night she sleeps, number eight. Seven, Can't Find Me a Thrill. Six, Night Ranger. Five, Call My Name for Real Shit. You don't know nothing, Andrew. Number four, Play Rough. My number 10, I changed it, Penny. Nine, and I sure. she sleeps, young girl in love, play rough. Six, right where it should be, sing me away. Number five, Eddie. Number four, can't find me a thrill. And the guy who's actually in the band, number 10, Eric. Young girl in love, number nine, Penny. Number eight, Eric, you kind of lost me on this one. Can't find me a thrill. Seven, at night she sleeps. Six, play rough. Five, Eddie. And four, sing me away. So our top three, Brit, number three. We gave a little Joshy a little bit of um, advice. I know why your family doesn't like you. Like at Thanksgiving mm -hmm. time, you got to, you know, Aunt Ethel, damn your turkey's not as good as grandma's. You got it all wrong. Yeah, he does the same thing. To, wrong. He I does did. the same thing to his family that he does on this show. I generally tell people to piss off like before they even talk to me. So that's probably some of that it. Might be a wrong yeah. lead in right there. <laughs> you know, God, Aunt Martha. What the hell did you do to the giblets? You know, it's like, uh, I, uh, yeah, we, I mean, y'all can hear it. You know, I'm right. Yeah, all right, Brent, what's number three? Let's do this. Andy, I don't, you, you tell me all the time, and I always tell you not to. Don't tell me you love me. Just don't. I don't want to know. Well, I do love you, buddy, but uh, <laughs> I don't want to know. Oh, I'm sorry. I don't love you. <laughs> oh, man. Don't tell me you, you I thought you were my friend. Number Friends. three. Hey, uh, I mean, don't. It, 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 it's. I can't agree with you on this. It's Wrong. not. It's not any weaker than my number one. It is. It, it is the classic sense of a classic song. Period. This is the song that started it for them. Heard. This is how we know this band. Have you guys ever heard? I think it's on VH1. They did like hard rock stripped. They had two volumes of it, and um. There's acoustic songs on there. I think Night Ranger did Sister Christian on one. Yeah. And Don't Tell Me You Love Me on the other. And yeah. no matter how many times I listen to it, um, you know, it ain't the way you shake. I swear uh, he say it sounds like it ain't the way you shit. And like, I know it's shaking. I'm like, like, I'm listening to it. Like, you know, where is the k or the e like let I, me pull off the mic though as he says it the way you should no it's like i'm literally i it's it couldn't be clear he's got to do his dance no it's like i'm yeah i'm pretty sure he's i don't know but anyways i mean i don't know i've only studied it if you studied. have the vh1 stripped i don't know if it's volume one or volume two listen to I'm not, and not. Um, like I, like I say shit, it's not as clear as him saying it on there. So, uh, anyways, um, it ain't the way you shit. It ain't the way you shit to kill me. Oh yeah. yeah. That, well, this, the too. second, the second part, it's just that one line. Um, but, uh, anyways, yeah, there you go. Uh, uh, pull that up and maybe we'll find out that, you know, he goes, yeah, that was the original lyric. I don't know. Andrew, number three. 
Number three, uh, just slightly ahead of Mr. Levy himself, uh, Sing Me Away. It's uh, it, it's such, such a great song. Um, I mean, you think about, one of the things I love about this song is the guitar solo, right? The harmony guitar solo. And I say this a lot to other friends of mine that I talk to about guitar solos and how sometimes they're just it's just people cramming notes. This thing is not. It's them playing a riff over and over in harmony and it's perfect for the song. It's like it, it, it's like their restraint and not you have two of the just uh, phenomenal guitar players and they're holding back because it's what the song needed. It's fucking perfect. And Kelly it, Kelly it, singing the freaking singing the video Brent the video. What he's doing right there and it's the piece of choreography that might have lasted the longest they've always you know done that uh yeah really you know uh because it used to be remember uh, like during the verses like the second verse jack would kind of and they do it i think in the mca video where jack kind of puts his arm around brad and they leads him around stage yeah and then in the solo it's always it's always uh the two guitar players jeff brad now carrie and brad over by you eric playing that right. solo it's always that yeah. over on that side so uh um they've and then done the, the ending where they're, they're all yeah. you know, together i mean everything it's just it's it's near perfect for me so personally. it's uh like a choreography i mean there's little things they've always done but that's like a big part and it's never changed they've always they still do it to that day yeah i mean day live mm. when when i hear eric hit that the the and hold that i i know it i'm like and i still it's still 40 years old uh, the song but what I, I still get so excited when i hear that and i'm like me and brent were like one two and we start air drumming it and it, it's i'm gonna listen to it when we're done i'm gonna put it on and listen to uh, it. i was trying to listen to when you talk when you guys talk it drowns us keyboards out they they cut out I'm thinking, oh. shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Play it real quick, Eric. Let us just take it in. I, I mean, it's just, it's, anyway. Yeah. I love this song. Moving on. I've said my piece. My number three is the song Night Ranger. Uh, it, uh, just has that darkness, this moodiness to it, you know, with the uh, 13 crickets at the beginning, um, <laughs> you know, catcher in the rye, you know, yeah. and I mean, you got to remember uh, catcher in the rye was, that was the book that uh, John, uh, Chapman, John was, Chapman. You know, was carrying when he uh, murdered John Lennon, just a little bit of darkness there to it. I mean, I never knew kind of like what a night ranger was, you know, but it didn't matter. It rocked, and it's got that uh, where it kind of vamps out, and then comes back yeah. up a little bit. Yeah, 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 that's, that's a that's a climb. That's a yeah. here it comes. <laughs> yeah, that's fun. So you know, it had a little bit of everything. Kind of like what I liked about Eddie, is you know, it's kind of slow, dark. And then you know picks up, comes back down, and then just it ends with a bang, just like the uh, the uh, this you know the song Night Ranger does. 
<clears throat> again, it's higher just because it does not have the word trousers in it. Um, but that is my number three. Eric, your number three. Oh, it's, I, I swear I'm not trying to like brown nose to the fans in motion leader here, but it's but I can, I'm also going with Night Rain. Well, you just... We can't argue with you because it's a great song. I mean, there's a Colorado <laughs> schoolboy. There's I have no argument. Andy I can't just... argue with it because at the end of the day, he knows I'm right. Never. Negative <laughs> ghostwriter. Negative <laughs> ghostwriter. And I was thinking about this one, like because because the live performance and what we do with it live is like you know, it uh, um, goes beyond what's on the original recording. Yeah. So it's yeah, like do I okay? Do I rank this song based on you know? But what the way it is in our live show, or do I rank this just strictly by the the studio recording of it? So it's in the end, I don't know, maybe maybe a bit of both. But it's I love this moment in the night, and it's it's such a it's such a testament to Kelly that is uh, you know like <laughs> how how many drummers are you gonna find where it's, it's like okay you know for the drum solo I'd like everybody to come up here and play the drums yeah. with you know and, and let's make let's make this uh, group thing and and it's like by doing that and, and when we all get into it it's it's such a fun mm-hmm. it's such a fun you know it's it's like hey we're we're not you know being you know we're not taking ourselves too seriously or being too pretentious you know it's it's like it's rock and roll and it's fun at the end of the day and but it's but that being said too it's it, you know that song is it's definitely got some of the more challenging uh things musically to to pull off and and we we're changing tempos and we got those <laughs> yeah stop times and um and all that going on so but yeah um it's, it's such a blast I, I think when i first joined the band we were playing uh eddie's coming out tonight almost almost every show and it and it was like years into my tenure before we even played night i was just i was just going to bring that up eric because it seems to me that and you know again sometimes memories can play tricks on you that um it wasn't necessarily a song they played a lot once they got back together and i don't even know if they played it on like big life or man in motion you know you guys would know better than that um i can't you know i mean i had you know some bootleg tapes from the man in motion but um uh it just seems to me like one of the reasons why I always liked that song was I heard Eddie live so much. And to me, that was kind of like the brother song to Eddie and I didn't hear as much and I didn't get as tired from it. So, uh, you know, if you're listening out there, you got, you know, Brent and Andy, you probably talk about too, but uh, I, you know, and Eric, just what you're saying is I don't remember that being a big part of the set list until the last maybe 10 years or so, I guess. Um, maybe Andy, five. Yeah. Brent, didn't we used to always, back <laughs> in the day, we'd see him on the earlier show tours. We used to always say, God, if they would just play Night Ranger. And it was such a rarity when we would hear it. Wow. Um, I don't remember back in the early days, no. No, but I mean, it. like Seven Wishes and Big Life, it, it wasn't on those tours. By Even, now, again, you have a better memory, but it seemed like there were a couple songs we always like <laughs> just play this song. I kind of remember that from like 2007 and four, like, you know, wanting that to be one of the songs. And yeah. when you would hear it, it was like, Oh, that's special. Now it's, 
I still like it, but it's not as special because it's almost a standard. Now, what's cool is, Eric, you talking about the multiple everybody coming out during that drum solo. One, it's the casual night range or the casual fan who's kind of new to seeing Night Ranger live. That's always one of the things they gravita- gravitate yeah, to. That's the what I see. Yeah. But um, I saw Roger Earl joined you guys a couple of weeks ago for the drum oh, that's solo. Right. Uh, yeah. Roger Earl, the uh, legendary drummer for Fog Hat. Um, but I saw a video clip where you guys had played a show with him into November in Georgia. And uh, there's Night Ranger with Roger Earl from uh, Fog Hat back there pounded on the drums. I had no idea he was coming out. It's it, uh, <laughs> I'm running over to this kit and there, and there he's, yeah, mm. that, that was fun. That was yeah. really, I, I was super happy he came up and joined us. Yeah. yeah. Um, so number two, Brent. My number two, and, and, and Eric, when you were playing a moment ago, <laughs> I've said this since we started this, this podcast, the song never ceases. I, I smile. As soon as I hear you go into those keyboards for Sing Me Away, I just, I I light up. It is, um, it just makes me happy. And it's such a cool tune. And, (coughs) and, you know, and my wife, my wife is always like, you know, the opposite of everything I like. She, she's kind of, you kind of, kind of piss on it a little bit. And I like her already. In the past year, she's kind of coming, coming around to you guys more. And Mm -hmm. when we were, we were in Dixon, I turned around. And I, I saw her mouth go, sing me away. And I was like, yeah. <laughs> it's the little, it's a little victories. So it was really cool. <laughs> so sing me away is my number two. Um, it, it's just a, it's just a killer ass song. Uh, you know, I, I, I think this is more the way I ranked them the last time. Maybe don't tell me you love me might've been number two and sing me away was three, but those two songs are, really interchangeable with me i mean they're just they're iconic in the night ranger set list period it is the best night ranger song written in a museum it Um, should never go away it should never be taken out andy your number two number two is a song that i never grow tired of and i always love it when it's played live and i don't want to live in a world where there are night ranger concerts and i do not hear a story about eddie Eddie's coming out is my number two, solidly my number two. It is, I love this song. This in touch of madness, I need to hear every show. Simple as that. Yep. I love trousers. Right. (laughs) I'm wearing trousers right now. I ain't lying. We're going to have to make some merch with Andy's mug on it with just the line. I love trousers. Yeah. Um, and then on the back, Andy, Andy's coming. Andy's and Andy's busted out tonight with the seam split in the middle of the butt. Just well, just a, or just an ice machine on the back. Let them all day it out all day. Uh, so my number two is it's number two because there's just a better number one. But my number two is don't tell me you love me. The song that kicked it all off. For the mighty machine known as Night Ranger. Yep. It doesn't yep. get any better than that. Yep. And I love the live version on Live in Japan. Um, it, that part you just played, Eric, maybe you rem- 
remind me of that because they do a big like they hold that out and Jack talks to the crowd and everything during that, but you guys oh. don't do that anymore. But and plus Eric gets to sing now in that part of the song. Oh, oh yeah. I, yes. that's great. I'm always standing there hoping, like, don't <laughs> please don't. You yeah. do look uncomfortable when they when they call to you. You're like, oh Jesus Christ. <laughs> but you know, it works. It it works. It really does work. It works good. Well, I'm hoping <laughs> it's that fun. it gets, seems it like gets, Jack enjoys it. It is it gets, fun. It gives you confidence for the uh, Eric Levy solo record. Yeah. Everybody, every good boy does fine. I've already named it. <laughs> ESP, Eric. Eric's solo project. <laughs> There's already an ESP, Eric Singer project. Or saying. what we do. Eric Singer we, to play with him. We get a photo of you, yeah. you know, you know, just high, drunk, everything together uppers and downers and you're just passed out uh you know in the corner and the name of the record is so low like so and then the word low solo get it there we go uh, yes well, it's a solo yeah record. but i thought you would just go with eric levy a typical tuesday night and uh Eric but, Levy but, no, but loses his kids thanks but, to you, thanks to you guys. But we're pay, we're playing up on that that image that he has a Night Ranger that you know that biker the the dark glasses and everything and uh, that's what we're that's what we're uh, that's the brand we're building and uh, um, <laughs> uh, that's why we're uh, you know the title track off his record is going to be Eight Ball Saturday Night, um, you know. <laughs> So, uh, you know, talking about the benefits of a little bit of, you know, heroin mixed with some cocaine. Um, yeah. But uh, that's just, I digress. Uh, it's, he's so the opposite I think of it's that. Josh's solo album. He's so the opposite <laughs> of that. <laughs> this is, this is how, to, how to make sure your YouTube video is demonetized. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, I, I, I am, um, I, I promise I'm not brown nosing, but my number two, I am right with Josh. And I, I just say, don't tell me you love me. And it's, you know, I tell my kids, I'm, I'm like, you know, I know I'm, we're singing, don't tell me you love me, but you can tell me you love me. Yeah. And, don't, don't listen to lyric. No, like it, yeah, it's another one of those like out of contact. Like we're we're like um you know albums away from something like forever all over again at this point, right? Exactly. Like we we want to get a forever all over again on on the Dawn Patrol album, you know, like uh, you know, I'm falling in love with you forever all over again. Yeah, you know, this is this is you know, don't tell me you love me. I don't want to know. But yeah, but it, just... in the context of the lyrics, though, again, it's one of these songs where it's like, okay, they've got their you know, messed up it, dysfunctional relationship but it's but they're in it you know and then and later in the song jack turn it. turns it around he's like all right tell me you love me love me well love yeah me, yeah even oh, Dad, I think on the, me, she breaks me, him down on the live in japan if i remember correctly when they did it live then he kind of stops and says okay tell me you love me in kind of what you're yeah. saying uh andy and i mean when it's rock and you're wanting to be like hard rock um it's it's better to have don't tell me you love me than tell me you love me uh you know you're a rock you know you're rock and roll man it's like don't you know don't tell me that shit i'm in a band baby. that's what michael bolton's for but then they followed up with sing me away which is tell me you love me and i'll you know i'll sing you away and so that's the great thing about night ranger you go from uh 
It's know, a roller coaster the, ride of emotions. You know, it really is. Get the, <laughs> you know, get the fuck out of here to uh I will like a Shakespearean actor, I will sing you away. And then he gets uh, into the cocaine and women, they treat yeah, you the same. Like, I mean, it's like, what's going on? You guys are a mess. You know, but but as a six-year-old listener to that, I realized, you know, <laughs> women are gonna fuck your mind up, you know. Yeah. Like, you know, it yeah. is it's pretty much a typical month with any woman, you know, ups and downs. And like you last a month with them. Mm, oh yeah, you know. Uh so all right, Brent. <laughs> This is the one time where Brent, I know, will make some sense because I've talked to him and I told him, listen, <laughs> you're usually wrong. I go, pick this as your number one and you'll be all right. So, Brent, what's your number one? My number one is probably my most favorite Nine Ranger song of all time. Mostus? Most. I said most. I didn't say mostus. I said mostus. Um, okay. Mostus? Um, and, and don't don't get me off track here. If um if I would have been backstage in Dixon um on my birthday, I had planned to beg Jack to play the song for me live because I haven't heard this song live since the 80s. I mean me with me at a show. I never got to see the Dawn of Madness. I, I'm dying to see that tour if it ever happens again. But call my name is the most perfect between what you start out with eric on the on the keys to the build of that song is just freaking perfect <laughs> i could keep going it is just That's awesome yeah, so awesome you know, because I know, I know we're, you know, Andy's not there, but us three are. <laughs> and I love is... the song. I'm not, don't misunderstand Andy, me. Andy, you ranked it five, you piece of, listen. Um, I mean, I will stand on my. <laughs> I've said, listen. I mean, Andy, how many years have I told you? God, I wish they play Call My Name. I just yeah. wish they play Call My Name. I mean, yeah. listen, you can be a felon, but you can't have Call My Name number five. There's just uh-huh. the things that are unexcusable what's your number one for me number one is is the song it's the iconic song it's what everybody knows them for it is still for me holds up fantastically the number two song on the record right don't tell me you love me is just brent introduced me to you guys with this song and i was like holy shit or shank or whatever i mean i I like trains now because of that song. <laughs> it's just freaking awesome. And I never, I never tire of this song. And I think most people in the audience still, they, this is one of the songs they, and I know you're going to play it every show. That's a given, but my God, I love it. I love it when you break it down. I mean, Brent and I, we used to love, because we watched that concert video endlessly when, when Jack would drop to his knees. Yep. And the guys would all pause and it's just it was just fits one dun 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 and he just forever. Yes. And Jack would run to the side and trying to get people. I think there was the Japan and he's trying to get people up and, and he's like, just quietly, don't tell me you love. Ah, oh, it's the best. <laughs> Solos are soaring. <laughs> it's it. It's it's the reason the world knows Night Ranger. So number one. My crooked my fingers messed up. Yeah, Eric. 
our minds are just alike because you know <laughs> so eric what's your number one and i guarantee it'll be my number one yeah yeah we only have one song left and you and i have the same number three you and i have the same number two yeah we're we're, we're agreed and, and this is another one where i'm like you know my personal bias is you know yeah it's piano song and it's the rare chance to to do something that's uh more down tempo with jack you know because a lot it's they pit you know I'd, they're you know pigeonholed I guess into the idea that Kelly sings the ballads and um you know but so 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 to be in the in that sensitive zone where just piano and vocal and having it be Jack's voice um so he 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 still just sings the snot out of it I, he, yeah. he just he he sounds just phenomenal and he's, I, it, Jack sings he's, better than ever right now. Better. He really, truly—I don't know how it's even physically possible. I think he's—he's he's sounding the best vocally he's ever sounded in his life. Yeah, no, no joke. Um, so, but that song, the way it's—it's like that. Um, it it like slowly builds over time, and it's but it's like that real slow and steady build. You know, it's like you get yeah. to the to the bridge, and you know, it's you're still just <laughs> kind of kind of just sit. You know, it's like you're still in there. You know. It, and it's like by the time you get to that end section, it's uh, wait, are those the right? I got something weird going on with my keyboard. Oh, there we go. Yeah, it's like by the time we get to the yeah. It's another one of those like lopsided like elliptical loops right where it's not like four measures it's not eight measures you know it's it, it's it, oh it's brilliant absolutely brilliant yeah it's I, a feel I love that. That, that might be my my favorite like moment of it it's yeah and and likewise you know the sentiment of you know maybe being like my favorite night ranger song you know it's mm -hmm. yeah i'm biased it's a, a piano song but yeah i, I remember playing that song at um a bar once and my buddy is there who doesn't really like 80s rock and all that stuff and always gives me shit for night ranger and he didn't know that was night ranger and i think he asked who's this and i said night ranger he's like man it was pretty good and i was like well yeah mm -hmm. it's fucking night ranger. pretty good uh i just posted this the other day i don't know if you can read it uh when you're high as fuck and uh in oh, the car yeah. and this song <laughs> has the police siren in it and i just, like call my name for me Yes. So when you're doing like an eight ball Saturday night, Eric, um, uh, you know, that's, yeah, that's always got me that siren coming in. And um, true story, Josh, uh, many years ago, this is before I could even drive. Brent, I, I don't know if you were with us or not, but I was playing that song on a, on a boom box in the backseat of my dad's car. We were driving back from Indiana and that part came on and he's like looking around. He's like, I was like, what's going on? He's like, do you hear the sirens? I'm like, Oh shit. It's my, it's, I'm sorry, I turned the volume down. He goes, don't do that. I was like, well, I didn't write it. But I, he I, thought there were cops. He was trying to pull, he was getting out of the way. And I completely forgot that. You don't that know that's that. coming and you're in the driver's seat and all of a sudden you hear those sirens? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, he's eyes up. He's at the mirror. He's at 10 and 2. He's like, what's going on? <laughs> and I was like, oh, shit, I said, that one's on me. Sorry, that's my bad. <laughs> now, Eric, could you, if I like, say we're all in Lima in January, <laughs> we're we're talking, and 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 this came up. Could you all theoretically 
go on stage and play it or would yeah. you need to rehearse it no it's um you it's i i i would be fine walking up and not sound checking just you know or, or we could just, all, we could always run it in the in the back if we decided to do it we pulled it out i want to say maybe yeah here and there like every once in a while it's, i you know, exactly. it's, hey, let's let's do come my name, call my name tonight. Is I I don't know why. It, actually, I I think I do know why we don't play it more. I I think it's because it's like we have we have the balance that we have to play. You know, it's yeah. If if we didn't have to play Sister Christian every night, then maybe mm-hmm. yeah. It's like what do you drop to put that in? Call my name. Yeah, right. Well, but it's, secret of my well, success. Here, secret of my success. Here is yeah. here's my philosophy, Eric, and I don't think I've really ever talked about this on. An episode. So, what should happen is you need to take in consideration the venue, right? So, if you guys are playing like Song for Soldiers or Sounds on the Grounds, then it is your your set list that you're doing. But if you're playing Wabash, Indiana, which is a theater and it's just you guys, or you're playing like an upcoming show in Lima and it's just you guys in a theater. And you know the theater, it's not a festival or whatever. It's a theater, a thousand people. They're coming to see Night Ranger. Yep. Then they're not not coming to hear um, Ozzy Osbourne, you know. Well, that's not pick anything. No, no, I don't mean I don't mean the disrespect (laughs) to that. I mean but I hear you people who are coming to hear Night Ranger, not just some band that's gonna play correct. It's not, you know, uh it's not like the uh the georgia show but like i said the wabash indiana show just you know hey we're the it's us it's our show it's us and that's it maybe a local opener and people are paying 50 60 bucks a ticket you know these are the ones that probably got atvpo you know they got you know dawn patrol those are the shows where you can i think you know we could take out something and put something in to where when you're playing the you know like when well where was the last time i just saw you uh tampa the uh the motorcycle show like okay that's not where you're going to play call my name right. um that's where you're going to play eddie and night ranger um and leave know. out secret of my success yes for right you know yeah. well secret of my success you always leave out but uh um but but it's the theater <laughs> show where you hey let's let's take out sentimental street oh hey and, whoa 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 and play call my name or Easy. well you gotta take something out uh you know well, so, they only do 13 to 14 songs they should just do a 15 set set list. Or, or 20 well, well, or listen, 20 you know i mean it's easy for us to no opening know, band sit i on know our, it is sitting sit on our asses and say to do that but uh um i mean you know we're, we're not- I, I had to play i had to play 75 songs one night of the gig they could play one more song. Tell back them in, back right. in the day. Yeah. And you know what? You haven't, you haven't been on the road for 40 years, you know? Um, <laughs> so uh, um, it, it's still hard for Andy when he's back to cramping up. Yeah. yeah I so I, I don't have why we never seem to play more than 90 minutes unless it's a Donna Madness show. And then those are longer. Yeah. But that's, I'm, I, I actually really don't know that don't know the reason why we never play more of an extended extended night yes right because it it becomes a kind of thing like well what are we gonna what are we gonna leave out you know if if we're gonna pull in uh, the deep tracks it's yeah i mean it's certainly it's it's uh the the common (laughs) issue of discussion (laughs) in in 
that in the green room night after night is you know yeah it's it is it a night for deep tracks if so you know what's the right deep track where could we put it in what what are we going to take out um yeah and it does really depend on the crowd if, if we're playing a motorcycle rally yeah it's um yeah we're, we're not looking, you know what you guys you guys play enough of those where you guys just need to learn to play born to be wild uh I think we've done or it. free bird you know uh <laughs> bird we have um, but uh, uh my, my goal is you know is this is how i picture it i get forwarded night rangers upcoming week schedule i have to be by my phone at a certain time for the phone call for me to give you the set list i'm like all right boys tonight here it is you are opening up with neverland and Hell, i just yes <laughs> and i just hear a whole bunch of god damn it shit. i didn't practice that one God damn it, Brad, you're supposed to practice that one. What about <laughs> color your smile? Gotta have that in there. And, and then after all the bitching and them cussing at me, it comes back to the same set list. But uh um, but yeah, that's you remind me, Todd Confessori used to have a, a list that he would just keep like with all the Night Ranger paperwork, and every once in a while he would pull it out and it would it was his dream set list. <laughs> Moss, and it was like yeah. all kind of, it was like mountain the, song, mountain mount, song, mountain song off the somewhere in California. Oh, and uh, don't tell me, uh, no time to lose you. No time to lose you. Oh yeah. yeah, always. Yeah, the bye bye baby, not tonight. That one. Yeah. Oh, baby, not tonight. Uh, oh not man. Tonight. But uh, mountain song. Yeah, it's just another thing where I'll argue. Uh, you know that should have been. I, the, I still like lay it on me. I'd take oh, that yeah. back any day yeah. of the week. Well, you know, that was fun opener too. Yeah. High energy. Yeah, you guys. That was one of the songs from that record. You guys played a lot on that tour. Usually, you opened with it. I think, uh, at least if not opened, it was the second song. Um, yeah, we opened it. Used uh, to see when, when I first, like when I first joined the band, um, the opener, like for uh, I don't know how long before, uh, had always been uh, "This Boy Needs to Rock." Yeah. Mm -hmm. They were doing that from about 2007, nine, somewhere in there is when it really, they started doing that and then doing, throwing in Highway Star in it um, from Deep Purple. Um, did, did I think they did that on the, the Rock and Shaboya record mm -hmm. from 2007, but. Uh, yeah, um, I think you're. But, I remember uh, seeing you guys at Riverbend. Um, hang on one second. My dad's trying to call me real quick, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I mean, uh, but like, like I said, there's always, and I like it too. When you have that new record, there's always that one track, you know, you got to, you know, you should throw in there, lay it on me, high road, um, and uh, somehow, some way. And then with ATBPO, it seems like it's breakout. And that's what it's like when you guys are still playing somehow, some way it's like, all right, that's the album of the past. Um, either play a new ATBPO song or that is that's your spot really that's your spot to throw in uh why does love have to change or call my name or uh or the song you played earlier uh don't start thinking i'm alone tonight please <laughs> i was gonna say it real quick I, I got drunk i was i saw you guys at riverbend when uh, and you opened with lay it on me years ago and it was I was a probably the, tour. I was probably the only person in the in the venue going, yes, 
I was like, I love this. I'm looking. I was like, oh, you people all well, suck. But, but the whole the, lot of you suck. But here's the thing: uh, is again, it goes back. You're playing Riverbench, so they're probably opening for Foreigner and Journey. They did a half hour set. Yep. So what I'm saying is that's where venues come into play. Now, I don't like playing a new song when you guys open it. To me, you play a new song and you 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 you're selling. Um, if if it's the first song you play, you really can't go back and and talk about it. To me, a new song should always be song three or four or five, where you can go, hey, we got kind of like what you guys do now. We got a new record out. Go buy it, and here's a song. <coughs> when you do a new song at the very beginning, you don't really get to get to sell the album because it's just there, and then you're off to sing me away or whatever track two is but uh, anyways yeah, but, you, but you can get away with it in the first song and yeah, no one's going but, anywhere yeah. yeah the general thinking uh is uh, what, right we're af we're afraid of what we put first if if we put something that you know like one of the really recognizable songs first because uh, number one you know it's the sound is probably going to be redialed in from you know depending mm -hmm. of course if, if it's us at a pacific at a uh, at a pack at an art center, um, and it's an evening with sure we we have to worry about any of that, and what we play first can be different. But yeah, if, if we're playing with a bunch of different bands, or um, or if we don't get a sound check and we're just rolling in, it's it's like um, what's nice about somehow some way is is that it's more of an up tempo, but it's you know it's not like a dark up tempo. It's it's it it just feels it feels like it can work well in that slot like hey you know people are still filing in maybe and you know it's okay that it's a song that people don't recognize because they're not gonna watch <laughs> her <Yeah>. song <laughs> mm -hmm. I, I those are just some some of the thought process well to, to me then you do uh uh coming for you you know now oh, see yeah. what i like is they're still playing yeah. a song off the last album before yeah. atb all right and and i love that's one of my all-time favorite nine ranger albums all right but listen don't let up know, that's a, that's why oh, I, yeah. that's what i liked about the 80s when a band released an album they promoted that album they played they it play, they played it to me there okay now it's not the 80s times change but you know you play breakout and you play coming for you coming for you could easily fall into now Eric, you, you know, you provide that whole different dynamic and viewpoint, but I don't care. Uh, that's still wrong. Uh, coming for you should be track number one or no. play. Rough. Don't let up. And then, yeah. hey, you, you know what? Yeah. Don't let up and wrong. comfort me. I want to send a text to someone <laughs> Bingo. right now. That's Eric, it, Andy. Eric, don't let up. Eric, me. Eric does not want to play this as the opening track no more. I have to say, I agree. Um, and we want to hear play rough as number one. Eric said to call him. Send. Done. <laughs> <laughs> but, oh, what show it is? Play rough is first is asking for trouble. <laughs> people who have never heard the band before, they're like, "What? What is what? going on here?" Hey, <laughs> I, I, I just said I agreed with it. I didn't. I didn't say it was my idea. Um, no, we need a night where they. One time we were uh, uh, hanging out and and, and uh, Carrie shows up and he was looking at like extra metal, like even more than usual, looking looking heavy metal. And and Jack looks over and he's like, you know, we're you know we're not <laughs> we're not Megadeth or whatever. However he put it, he's like, you know, we're like sing me away. 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, you can drop some of the scarves and maybe some of all the stainless steel and back in the day. <laughs> yeah, stainless steel rock. Well, Eric, thank you uh, for. Uh, for joining us uh even though we're recording this a uh, little bit uh what second week starting uh in december this is going to be our first episode of 2022 so uh, we kicked off 2021 with an episode with you and why ruin a good thing so uh 2022 we will uh this will be the uh first episode uh I wonder what we'll be doing for the first episode of 2023. Hmm. We'll be getting uh, Eric's money's worth out of Hole in the Sun. That's right. We got to do that. Eric will be going, you know what? I didn't think it would work, but you were right. Play Rough uh, was a great opener. I'm glad you texted that to Jack. Uh and uh, us closing the our initial set with Call My Name. Who would have thunk? Um, so I think that's what we'll be talking about uh, next year. So anyways, Eric, on behalf of Andrew and Brentree, thank you for joining us and ranking Dawn Patrol. Oh, great, great uh, seeing all of you. And it's... Uh, uh, <laughs> I, I have a blast on all of these. You guys are just fun to hang with. And yeah. Yeah, for, for sure. Thank you for inviting me back. Are you ready? Rock and roll. All right. All right, there it is. How was that, Eric Levy? His list was probably a little off from mine. I can't judge the man for that. He plays the songs. He lives the life. He is a living legend himself. Uh, I love these episodes, Josh, and uh, I hope we continue to do these. I would love to do these, and I know we've talked about it. I hope we get to do these with Brad or Kelly or Jack or Carrie. I would I love to hear their perspective and their thoughts on the songs, especially the guys I mean, Jack and him, they wrote them. They've been playing for 40 years. Maybe they're tired of them, but uh, I'd like to see where they put the songs. So do your little texty thing there. Google it, send it out, see what you can figure uh, out for us. I would say that, like, I would be surprised if they would just for the fact that it's so close and personal. But I'm not, I just remember, I'm not, I don't want to get too far into it, but I was at one of the shows I was at and someone was getting a record signed. And I'm not going to say what record, yeah. and I'm not going to say which member. But I mentioned that I really enjoyed that record, right? And this member said, oh, that, that record sucks. And all I could see was the headline is, you know, yeah, you know, fan punches X member, you know. <laughs> certain, it's like certain. fighting words, man. Like, what? You know, oh man, that's tough. You know, it's like, and it's like, you know, it's one of those guys. Like, it's their record. Yeah. Ah, the record sucks. <laughs> I like, do not like this. You put you it know? out. And uh, yeah, you know, like uh, sometimes I think I'll just get like PTSD from that. Like, be yeah. talking to him, like, you know, well, you know, we had that producer for that record, and all of a sudden, bam, 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 bam. What's that for? That record right, doesn't sorry. suck. 
I'm sorry, my bad on that. <laughs> but uh, so yeah, it's like they have a, such a different perspective, and yeah, you know, I, I also think like we get them, you get them on there, and they talk about like, oh, this song is horrible, and it's like almost really it'll, it'll crush us. Yeah, it's like it does. <laughs> you imagine so, like, dude, like uh, Jack or Kelly or Brad saying like, can't find me a thrill that they rank it like you know tenth, <laughs> and you're like. Are you fucking insane? It still bothers me, man. When <laughs> that comment. And, oh, uh, shit. You know, and it's like, it would bother you, like, if it was a Night Ranger fan that said that. Like, it wouldn't really bother me too much. But it would bother, you know, like, you know, fuck that guy saying that. Yeah. And I, that's original. That's how that feeling starts. I'll play something from that record. And I'll be like, fuck that guy. And it's like, well, that guy's the one on that record, you know? And it just it fucks with you a little bit. Yeah, Anyways. So uh, go to the Facebook page. If you don't like Facebook, go to uh, YouTube. Give us your your list. Of yeah. Dom I mean, Patrol. that's the thing I enjoy about this, too, is to see what other people's thoughts are and where they rank them. I and then we've oh, done this before. Know. It gives me an idea how much of a dipshit they are. Um, yeah. And then uh, uh, the Tell us what your list is. Tell us, you know, why you guys think my list is automatically correct and how much it's influenced you. Um, and you're feel free to tell Brent and, and uh, Andrew how wrong their list is. <laughs> and be cordial to Eric when you tell him how wrong his right. list is. So, uh, yeah. There you go. Um, do the uh, commercial spiel. Thanks, everybody. Um, we appreciate everybody that listens. Everybody that's on the fan page. This is all for you guys. We just get to be the host of the party. If you're listening to us or you're not listening to us, which wouldn't make sense, but, uh, you know, tell a friend. You can find us on all your favorite podcatchers. We say this every time. You've got Apple, Spotify, Amazon Music, Stitcher, iHeartRadio. YouTube is awesome because you can listen to it and comment about it, and you get to see our lovely faces. Uh, this episode, you know, Brent's not here. We miss you, buddy. But uh, this looks better. Hey, hey, hey. This looks better do, with us, don't you think? Do Josh? not, just, do not speak for me, please. Just the two. <laughs> but anyway, thank you so much. And if you are a listener to this show or the well, however you listen to it, tell somebody. Get one more person to join the page. One more person to listen to us because it helps us spread the word and the Night Ranger love. And we want to keep this band rocking as long as we can. Josh, anything else you want to add? Before yeah, we just say if, if you're goodbye. watching this on YouTube, uh, click subscribe, go to the uh, Facebook page and like it and go to Instagram and uh, the Twitters and follow yeah. those pages as well. And uh, Jack and Kelly and Eric all have and Night Ranger all have Twitter and Facebook or uh, Instagram as well. So um, there you go. Uh, root for the Bengals this weekend oh yeah i mean if your team's already out of it if you want to send some good vibes send them to uh paul brown stadium this coming saturday 425 we place the raiders i mean i've been telling people deserve this i've been telling people ever since about the middle of the year ago this is the year they're going to break the curse and they're going to win their first playoff game and i've i've been out there saying it putting in print but deep in my heart I know. Deep in my heart, I know. Strange fact, Josh. I'm sure you've probably seen this meme That's... floating out there on, on the interwebs. A 
there has never been a text sent that said that referred to the Bengals winning a playoff game because texting was not invented or not available the last time we won a Bengals. You probably need an asterisk game. on that because there's probably a lot of people who thought the Bengals were going to beat the Steelers when they got the ball back. Don't like so say not a not a true accurate factual so like, ah, we correct won. text has and been then, sent in the Garrett, texting age. We have yeah. we have not won a playoff game since what is it uh, 31, January so, ninety one. You can do the, uh, I have a nephew who's just turned 33 yesterday. He has never seen the Bengals win a playoff game. Yeah. We deserve this. We're like Tampa Bay or Detroit back in the day. We have the longest running streak without a playoff win. Current. Yeah, I mean. I, mean, I think I'm going to go cry. The one good thing about being a Bengals fan is they've, they've given me a lifelong lesson on disappointment. And, you know, so I'm pretty yeah. much. You know, you can't really do anything to me to disappoint me. I've already learned these lessons. So anyways, go Bengals. We will see you in a couple weeks. Hey, am I recording? Yeah, I am. There we go. Where the hell do I end recording? There it is. Okay. Let's act like we're professional here. Take us out. See everybody. Thank you so much for listening. And uh, we'll see you in a couple weeks. Later. was in Chicago, Illinois. That's where Eric Levy was. Ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Eric Keyboard Levy on keyboard. Now, the last time, the last time we came here, three years ago, Eric composed.